97.3. More variety. The city is alive on 97.3. City 97.3. Accra. There can be no other man to say that burn three. No need to change. Keep it tuned to city. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Hey. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. It's a refreshing lifestyle. City FM. 7.3 If I don't love you, I miss tomorrow. So it all comes down to love. Stephanie, come and join me on this one. Unleashing the power of Whoa. radio. This is City 97.3. Biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. We're gonna teach you this song. Come on, sing, sing. I said, That's the only word. Let's sing it again. I said, oh, 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 oh. It all comes down to that. Michael, you can come join me on stage too. Listen. Said talking heads talking to us on the television. Silver screen preachers, politicians say they got the answers first. They want to squeeze us. Send a little money, what a tax on Jesus. Fix it with the prayer, fix it with the dollar. Anybody out there ever want to holler? Oh, oh, it all comes down to that. Self-help gurus got a best up. Talk show host got a drag queen bank teller. One nine hundred. Look into the crystal. DNRA says you better buy a pistol. Made a little pill, but it might cause cancer. Just a cheap pill when looking for the answer. Now tell him the answer. Oh, 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 oh. It all comes down to love. Wall Street, they make another million. Dinner on the back street, talking to your children. You cry for help, nobody listens. You lay awake at night, waiting what's missing. Who can put an end to all the confusion? Open up your heart to the only solution. Oh, 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 oh. it all comes down to love. 
first when I was Africa. I said, sing it up in Joburg, tell it in Soweto. Sing it in the gold mine and in the ghetto, the blood of Hector Peterson crying for apartheid. Tell it in Washington, the dream will not die. Bishop Desmond Tutu, Nelson Mandela, Martin Luther King, they only want to tell you. They only want to tell you oh, 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 oh. Thank you. Twenty-six minutes past the hour, ninety-seven point three city. An appropriate way to start the morning. BB Winans. It all comes down to love. Oh yes, it's the month that we like to think about love. It's the month in which people romanticize, fantasize, and place love on a pedestal. Some people have been in, uh, in love with the idea of love. But love is not just a feeling. It's actually an action. It's a decision. At the beginning, love is something you feel. But if you live a little longer, you realize love is something you do. It's an action word. It says love is patient. Love is kind. So it's a fruit that shows other minor fruits. Love is not jealous, nor boastful, nor proud, nor rude. Love does not demand its own way. It's not irritable. It keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. So you can't say you love people and keep quiet whilst they are being trampled upon, misused and abused. Love rejoices whenever the truth wins out. And so love fights injustice. And it says love never gives up. Love never loses faith, which means love is bigger than faith. It must be big enough to contain faith, right? Love is always hopeful and endures every circumstance. Prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special knowledge will become useless. But love will last forever. It's a powerful way to start your morning. So love is an action word. Put it into action. It's a decision. It's not just a feeling. And it's a conscious choice we must make. And love is not just once. You don't say I do and then that's it. You keep doing it every day. So love is also repeated action. Let your reflections on love drive you to excellence. Let your reflections on care for people drive you to do so much more than you've done in the past. It's a brand new month, people. Welcome to February. Welcome to the month of love. Business Sense brought to you by ADB. Get a better loan at a better deal for a lower price for a longer tenor. Call 0302-210-210 or 0302-224043. ADB is the People's Bank. ADB, truly a Greek and more. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. Unleashing the power of the 
Change is coming. Sounds of blackness 632. Music by review on the City Breakfast Show is brought to you by the official title sponsor of the Africa Cup of Nations Total Energies. Oh, yes. Drive into any service station and win some fantastic prizes when you buy fuel or lubricants on selected match days. Let's celebrate the passion of football together. Let's win lots of gifts. Join the 2023 Total Energies AFCON happening in Cote d'Ivoire. Follow our social media pages, Total Energies GH, for more information. And Fidelity Bank is also proud to be associated with the a newspaper review. Get a loan of up to 450,000 CDs from Fidelity Bank. Get rewarded. Switch your existing salary loan to us or get a new personal loan and enjoy the lowest fixed interest rate, a two-month repayment holiday in January and guaranteed fixed monthly repayments and installments. Call 0800-003355 or walk into any of our branches and let's help you achieve that dream. Six thirty-three and Godfrey Akutubuafu is here with Nathan Kwa. Gentlemen, good morning. Hello. Happy good new morning. month. Happy new month, gentlemen. Uh, happy new month. Happy February. Yes. Why like February? Why? Oh, it flies by. <laughs> but this year is, it's a leap year, you know. So it's twenty-nine. <laughs> you know, it always flies by. February is that month. Yes, it moves very fast. January was very long. Yeah, January you know, doesn't like moving. I was wondering last week why we were still in January. Yeah, but even yesterday was still January. It was like a five-week January. I tell you, it's very long. It was like a five-week January. Yeah, and because of the way it started, because the year ended in whatever Sunday uh, or something, so it was very long. But February is good. Always better than I, January. The question I ask about February is those who were born on the 29th, how do they celebrate their birthdays in between? Is it that the day after 28th or the day before 1st March? You decide which one you want. <laughs> Whatever it is, by 1st March, your birthday has come. <laughs> you see how it works. Or you can celebrate every four years. So you are you are zero, you are four, you are six, or whatever, eight. It's also fine. Anyway, so let's start with the Ghanaian Times. The Ghanaian Times says, at Africa Italy Summit 2024, President mm. rallies African leaders' support for AFTA, calls for support to unlock $450 billion wow. for continent. 
Page on uh, another one, the page eight says Chiefs visit La General Hospital construction site. Interesting story. Mm. Don't transfer project funds into MPs' personal accounts. Mm. An MP secures injunction against declaration of Wale Wale parliamentary primary results. And five groups demand 60% district assembly appointees as women. Mm. Let's go on to the Let first one. Let's go to the front page of the anchor. I'll start this morning just mm. to change the flavor for you. Mm-hmm. Top security chiefs go partisan. Mm. Former IGP CID boss Kofi Boache joined opposition campaign. Mansoud Dubia roads abandoned. Politicians, mining firms turn blind. Eye. This road has been in the news for a very long time and they put the photo of the MP Hmm. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't put the MC or the DCE there. Hmm. Organized fresh elections in Yendi, Hajabi Bata petitions NPP neck. Hmm. All right, the new finder says FSRP to roll out two million broiler project driven by ECOWAS with World Bank funding. Jinapo mm. seeks large-scale miners for dollar power and MPA revises mode of LPG importation to reduce cost and improve efficiency. Mm. From page of the Daily Guide newspaper, new EC reforms will bring chaos. That's former President John Mahama. British government applauds Ghana. I'll tell you why. Uh, there are more stories uh, emerging from the Ghana Statistical Service and the uh, health report mm-hmm. uh, that was released recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one on uh, polyamorous relationships and the poor use of condom sex. I don't know why Daily Guide decided to get vulgar on their front page this morning. Come on, Daily Guide, grow. Mm-hmm. It's 2024. Yeah. Grow. The Chronicle. They are still in their news one mindset. <laughs> <laughs> the Chronicle says jury mm-hmm. system should be scrapped. Godfrey Dami says it delays some of the cases in court. Mm. Let's put the primary behind us and work towards victory. Fred Chia Samoa mm. and nurses leave Ghana in droves. Which reminds me, Bernard, mm. on the front page of the Daily yesterday, Daily Guide had a very nasty headline. Daily Guide? Yes. Hey, so two days straight. Yes. Um, on which topic? On uh, defilement case. Yes, yes, yes. I saw that. The yeah. way they treated it yes, was... Yes, it was, it was absolutely... And it's, it's becoming a bit of a trend. Maybe the NMC must look into it. No, it's not NMC. It's just poor edit, 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 editorial leadership. So they, they decide to sort of play to the gallery? No. It's, it's language that is not supposed to be not, used. We don't use that sort of language. The person is not before a court for the headline that you put there. There's a very clear crime. It is defilement. State it. Okay. Okay, okay, I get that. I get. It. I don't remember the headline anyway, but thank well, it's you. a headline we will want to repeat. But this will change so the that that thing they are doing. Front page of the Daily Graphic, Bernard. Mm. Centenary celebration. Kolebu upgrades thirty wards. Uh, there's a photo of Dr. Puku Wari Ampoma, <coughs> Chief Executive Officer. I'll tell you why this is an achievement. Mm. Um, yes, condom use among polyamorous persons low. Hmm. Ghana Health Service. This is more like it. Hmm. Uh, be flexible, make election outcome acceptable to all. Hmm. This is coming from Professor Ai to the Electoral Commission. All right, the Daybreak newspaper says alarm blows at GRE, a mission in inappropriate contract transfer to India. Customs boss at post at 61. That's the question. <laughs> MPA revises LPG import mode and Amuama goes home today. Front page of the BNFT finally from me, Bernard. Banks can do more for economy. Rallies lenders towards affordable long-term credit. Uh, on the matter of corruption, uh, GII decries zero asset declaration, unexplained wealth, blames failing justice system for corruption. Okay. In mining, FGR workers unhappy over mismanagement of Bogosu Pristia mine. That's one of our 
bigger minds yeah. take a look at this also as well Bernard. the abc news finally for me soldier mm. nabbed in 136 a thousand CD recruitment scam. I think one of the papers carried this yesterday. Mm-hmm. In other stories, clean cooking advocate Samira Baumia assesses prevalent cooking methods in Jamestown. And there's a question on the front page of the ABC News, and it is Mohammed's 24 hour economy, a hollow slogan or solid. Policy? You know, it's interesting. You read a story that said nurses were living in droves. If you come yeah. on citynewsroom.com, one of the lead stories there is that rotational nurses and midwives have given government a two week ultimatum to pay their allowances. <laughs> so why why wouldn't they leave? All right, a couple of stories here. I left Millicom because people thought a Ghanaian couldn't manage it. This is Selma Dadevo, MTN CEO's outgoing. He also reflects on COVID nineteen impact and presented network pressure and lasting changes in a conversation I had with him a couple of days ago. In other stories, um, Kasua Winiba, Adenta Dodowa roads are national security priority roads. This came from yesterday's interview with the roads ministry also stop stigmatizing people living with hiv aids this is the commission to Ghanaians. and this is support mohammed's position on same-sex marriage this is sam george and asante region residents won baumian napo ticket for december poem this is from asafua in the other story nlc says the strike by teacher unions is unmeritorious and needless <laughs> NLC, no, no. If you come to my journal, implementation of Emission Levy Act begins today, February the 1st. Also, Muhammad says, I'm against LGBTQ plus ECG to undertake nationwide meter audit effective today, Thursday the 1st. And a few other stories. Park recommends arrest of former head teacher over 72,000 CD and earned salary. If you go to Class FM, NDC demands justice for Iowa's West who on victims five years on. And then a few other stories. Married women most likely to use opt for withdrawal method. GSS report being discussed copiously everywhere. Star FM is leading with two embarks on strike effective today. Mm. So labor unions in the news. Five businessmen jailed 60 years for importing over two kilograms or over 2,000 grams of cocaine. So that's like two kilograms of cocaine. And the Moisha Bodong with stroke brother begs for financial support oh. is the yeah, story making rounds globally. EU leaders are um, seeking a deal to fund Ukraine as Hungary digs in its heels. That's the story. In sports, Liverpool thump Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Four goals to one. This is City Sports <laughs> headline. Why are you looking at me like this? And then Mohamed Kudus is back for Af- Af- from Afcon, which is good. This is the West Ham manager ghana news agency is talking about the 50 percent pregnant women being anemic lots of health stories these past few days and the chief justice to judges let no one feel discouraged to use the law let's come into the details okay bernard i will start from uh the bnft all right let me talk about corruption because all right we haven't done very well Mm. Um, on page two uh, the ghana integrity initiative has raised concerns over legal gaps in the processes necessary for prosecuting selected corruption cases after the country's legal framework mm. the organization explained that anti-corruption frameworks including those that address unexplained wealth mm. influence peddling among others require a strong goal justice system to, pres- to support them mm. transparency international and the gi are treated ghana's stagnation in this fight against corruption to the deteriorating justice system which they say is reducing the accountability of public officials and allowing corruption to thrive. Mm. We're talking about the court or legal system. The Attorney General, Godfrey Dami, is advocating for the elimination of the jury system Mm. from the country's jurisprudence. Mm. In his view, the jury system is one of the reasons some of the cases delay in court and that, quote, I personally think that the jury system ought to be eliminated, end quote. Mm. He said this while meeting uh, the family of the late Major Maxwell Mahama mm. in Accra yesterday. And this is on page three okay. of the Chronicle. 
we have a raft of health stories a lot, that we should a lot, uh, a lot. deal with. So the Daily Graphic has two, and Bernard also has a few. So Kolebu is a hundred, uh, according to hundred years. Yes, the four page of the paper, mm-hmm. and it will renovate over thirty wards of the hospital mm-hmm. as part of its centenary celebration this year. Mm-hmm. This is expected to cost four million Ghana cities and will be completed within a year, it's according to Dr. Pukuwariam Puma, the CEO of the hospital said the project was aimed at improving patient experience at the hospital. Now, the renovation exercise will cover all departments of the hospital, including the maternity, child health, gynecology, medical ward, psychiatry, and ear, nose, and so that's ENT. Uh, coach attributed to him says, we want to revamp and modernize them. Some of the facilities are 100 years old. The old blocks and some others were built in the 1960s. So definitely, they need some renovation. Still, still on, on health. Still on health. Uh, some 4,000 Ghanaian nurses have left the country in the last three years. Hmm. That's according to Dr. Patrick Kumar Boaji, who's Director General of the Ghana Health Service. According to him, these nurses travel abroad because of obvious reasons. The attractive pay, hmm. which the Ghanaian government is unable to give. And he stressed that the development was depriving the country of experienced nurses to work in various hospitals. Now, he appeared before Parliament's Public Accounts Committee on Tuesday, January 30, mm-hmm. to respond to queries that were detailed or that were contained in the 2022 report of the Auditor General. Well, which is quite interesting because on citynewsroom.com, Rotational and Midwifery Association has given the Ministry of Health a two-week ultimatum to release their financial clearance pay for payment or else their members will lay down their tools. The association has been lamenting and paid allowances totaling over 12,000 CDs for the July batch of rotational nurses and midwives. Now, in a statement, the leadership of the association said several attempts have been, several letters have been sent to the ministry to release their financial clearance for the payment of national service allowances, mm. but no response has been given. You know, these people sometimes being protest to be employed. Mm-hmm. So, in one, on one hand, we are losing mm-hmm. experienced nurses, but when they enter with strike and lack of pay, obviously they are feeling to the country will be very bad. Mm-hmm. They have told the ministry to address their plight within two weeks or have themselves to blame. They call the Ministry of Finance to release their financial clearance immediately. They've also urged the GRNA, the Nursing and Midwifery Council, and other stakeholders to help them. And there's a full statement they've released asking for financial clearance from government. More on health. Page 8 of the Ghanaian Times. Chiefs visit La General Hospital construction mm. site. Okay. Stories by Victor Buxton. And it says a delegation from the La Traditional Council and the La Dadekotopon Municipal Assembly um, has visited the La General Hospital site to ascertain the progress of work and challenges being faced. Led by Ni Ajay Kufe IV, who's the Shikitele or the kingmaker, mm. the visit was necessitated by agitation from the residents and other interested stakeholders in the assembly on the delay in con- reconstructing the hospital. Now, the hospital was demolished in July 2020 due to several structural issues reported by the hospital's administration. Mm. And at the time of the visit, work was ongoing with excavation being done for the main facility while the portion for a residential block had been raised above ground level. That story was on City News a few days ago. Now, still on health, 76% of men are unaware of the HIV status. GSS report, this report is really... It's loaded, eh? I mean, I like the way it's being released. Now, Mm. the Ghana Demographic and Health Survey conducted by the Ghana Statistical Service has revealed concerning statistics regarding HIV awareness and prevention among men aged 15 to 49. The data reveals that a significant 76% of men in this age group were unaware of the HIV status. Furthermore, only 28% reported the use of condoms during sexual encounters with non-cohabiting partners. In contrast, women in the same age bracket exhibited higher awareness levels with approximately 54% undergoing HIV testing and 11% using condoms during sexual activity. I was reading somewhere, men 
generally seem to live riskier lives, even with the kind of jobs they do, which is why they tend to die earlier than women. Now, the acting director of demography of the GSS, Godwin Odejib, emphasized the importance of men taking a more mm-hmm. proactive mm-hmm. role in knowing their HIV status. Let's do some politics now. Mm. And uh, the front page of the anchor mm. um, says that a lot of uh, former security couples seem to have entered yeah. the political arena. Very good observation. Yes, as I said, even though this general election is yet to peak, some retired senior security chiefs, mainly from the Ghana Police Administration, have openly shown their political affiliation mm-hmm. by joining the NDC campaign. Key on the list are former um, Inspector General of Police Mohamed Alassan, a former Director General of the Criminal Investigations Department, uh, COP retired by Tobin, retired Commissioner of Police Nathan Kofi Boache. I think they were spotted in at different programs. I think Kofi Boache was spotted in mm. Kumasi at some work. Yeah, but we also saw Alex Mensah go. Yes, I think that's 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 where that's where the story is going. <laughs> now, now, also on the front page of the Daily Guide, the former president uh, is making headlines that uh, the. He has spoken out against the EC's proposal to shift the date of the presidential and parliamentary elections. A story by Ernest Kufiadu says that, um, according to the former president, such a major electoral reform should not be implemented during an election year since it can cause chaos if not handled properly. There was another story on the EC where somebody was asking them not to introduce too many new things so that they can engender trust. That was Professor Chu Ai. I think it was a headline. Yes, that's on on page 16 of the Daily Daily Graphic. Graphic. I can give you a few lines from them mm-hmm. um, where the vice president of the vice president of arts of the academy of arts and science hey, yes so the vice president of arts yes of the academy of arts, arts and, and science yes yes professor joseph achuai has urged the electoral commission to be flexible mm. in considering certain reforms key to the uh, smooth conduct of the december 7 election he said in order to make the outcome of the elections contentious and create chaos in the country the ec must take into account the views of all <coughs> stakeholders Meanwhile, I don't support LGBTQ+. Plus. It's against my faith. Mahama has said, flagbra of the NDC, John Mahama, has firmly stated his position on LGBTQ+, plus issues and the proposed legislation regarding the human sexual rights and Ghanaian family values, commonly referred to as the anti-gay bill. Now, addressing the issue at a breakfast meeting with the clergy in Kofiri on Wednesday, Mr. Mahama stated that his faith is against same-sex marriage, emphasizing the natural order of creation. He also voiced his concern about Electoral Commission's proposal to move the voting date from November from December to November. So those are the two headlines from that event. Now, let me take you to two things that are set to happen today. Both are not very good. Implementation of Emissions Levy Act begins February 1. In fact, three things. One is okay. Two are some way. Okay. So Emissions Levy Act begins today. Mm. The GRA has announced the commencement of the implementation of the Emissions Levy Act, Act 1112, from Thursday, February 1. According to them, the act will impose a levy on carbon dioxide equivalent emissions on internal combustion engine vehicles. Okay. Now, the GRA emphasized that the move aligns with government's commitment to addressing greenhouse gas emissions. On paper, that's not such a bad idea. But if you look at all the taxes we have received and the way this is being implemented, a lot of commentators say it's not a very good tax to apply at this time. They should also remove a lot of the trotros on the roads. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that's the point, right? So <laughs> then lot. the second one, Tewu embarks on strike effective today. Okay, that's also a, a, a troubling one. The National Executive Council of Tewu, which is the Tertiary Education Workers Union, has declared a strike action effective today, Thursday, February 1. Their demands mirror that of the Senior Staff Association and University Administrators currently in their third week of a strike. I hope you know this. Mm-hmm. Addressing, and by, by the way, the University of Ghana held graduations amidst strike Last actions. Week, yes. Aside from demanding a draw of a directive from the GTEC to suspend overtime and extra duty allowance, they're also demanding that the government pays 
nine months of their two tier or their tier their tier two pensions to fund managers okay so that's another uh, troubling one i'll give you the third one later Sana, something else happening today february one but let's do a few other stories quickly if i come there okay let me talk about this mansu dubia roads uh, it's been in the news for a while mm. alongside other roads yesterday you did a lot of road works on the show mm. uh kofi mesa writes that the construction works on the mansu dubia roads in the ashanti region which started sometime in 2021 has been abandoned leaving several portions of the road with potholes residents uh, the situation residency becomes worse especially during the raining season forcing motorists to use the road to take advantage of the issue to charge exorbitant fares and make life unbearable for commuters mm-hmm. attempts to get the name of the contractors have yielded no results um, although they they are insider reports on who the uh, contractor is mm. the name. now the third thing that's happening today is to undertake nationwide meter audit today so three things though. today is a strike <laughs> by Teu. Today, the emissions levy is being implemented. Now, the ECG, this story is on my journal line, ECG has also announced that it will be conducting a nationwide meter audit, effective February 1. Okay. The exercise will run throughout the year. According to them, the audit will involve a comprehensive examination of both the front and back of all postpaid and prepaid meters to verify their integrity within the operational areas of ECG. Emphasizing the authority and the PRC LI 2413, the ECG said that they have the mandate to access all the installations anywhere at any time mm-hmm. so they can oh, come to your house and check oh, they should come. so it should be alert yeah, mm-hmm. they should come. all right all right page two of the new finder fsrp to roll out two million broiler project mm. story is written by elvis daku and it says the west africa food system resilience program is poised to produce two million broilers this year to mm. reduce the import of poultry with the success of the initial year determining the project scaling mm-hmm. project implementers are finalizing the review of submissions received and successful poultry farmers will soon receive support to enhance production now the project encompassing crops as well has been implemented by the ministry of food and agriculture with funding from the world bank and it's uh, been implemented under the auspices of ECOWAS and it's also funded by the World Bank. Now, mm-hmm. Mr. Philip Daniel Lai, who's operations manager of the FSRP, indicated that Ghana was only about 15% self-sufficient mm. in poultry. He highlighted that local production was dominated by layers due to the presence of a substantial egg market, mm-hmm. with spent layers also being sold. However, mm-hmm. broilers, which were usually ready between 5 and 8 weeks, faced challenges finding a market mm-hmm. due to a combination of factors including stiff competition from imports. Yeah. Now examining the issue with broilers, he noted that without an off-taker by the eighth week, farmers faced challenges as the birds would eat heavily without added value in terms of sales price. Let me take you to some Very sports good. news on page seven forty seven mm-hmm. of the Daily Graphic. The Ghana Football Association and Andrea, you have all issued apologies hmm. for the Afghan fiasco. An apologia. Mm-hmm. Uh, writes that in the wake of the Black Stars early exit from Afghan 2023, the Ghana Football Association, the team's captain, Andrea, you have rendered an apology to Ghanaians for the team's poor performance with a promise to take immediate steps to, immediate steps to ensure Ghana bounces back. Hmm. Mm, okay. Well, Andre, I, I wonder why he was Andre should just resign, retire from the team. Okay. <laughs> now, uh, just a quick one. Could you is telling um, EC to release election 2024 timetable? The Coalition of Domestic Election Observers has asked the Electoral Commission to release a timetable for the December 2024 general elections. The NDC 
and the MPP have similarly expressed concern that the roadmap to the general election should have been released by now to enhance good planning by stakeholders. According to the National Coordinator of Kodeo, Albert Ahin, once this is done, the EC can attempt to convince the political parties and other stakeholders that it is ready for the December poll. So that's a story I wanted to highlight for you quickly this morning. What's happening internationally, Bernard? Well, there's a big conversation. So a couple of things. In, in Pakistan, former President Imran Khan and his wife have been jailed for corruption. Mm-hmm. Mm. EU leaders are seeking a deal to fund Ukraine. And the discussion going on. Ghana's president is in Italy. Yes. And I thought that was quite interesting. You went for the summit. Yes, yes, yes. Page 8 of the Daily, uh, sorry, the Ghanaian Times has it there. And the president has called on fellow heads of state and the global business community to like focus on unlocking the $450 billion that the, can- the continent stands to accrue under the after by 2035. Think, think about this. We are here in ECOWAS and three of our members say they've left. Mm-hmm. ECOWAS is not even organizing an emergency meeting to bring them back. Mm-hmm. We are in Italy at the invitation of Rome to discuss how Italy can collaborate with 54 African countries. China has meetings with And their reason is to stem migration. That's the only interest that's, that's Italy has. So they only help you because they don't want you to come. Like China will invite us, US invites us, Russia invites us, Japan invites us, now even Italy. <laughs> like, what power does Italy have? <laughs> so broke Italy. Like, no, let's... <laughs> like broke <know>. Italy. <laughs> like, and we are here talking about after trade... <laughs> You get it? Like, billion. why don't we come together, have a meeting with Equus and say, well, how can we? Look, Niger is a major route for onions. Mm-hmm. They've left Equus. What does that mean? Burkina Faso. Do you get it? Mali. Russia has just landed issues. in Burkina Faso that they are, we are waiting for the British to come and tell us how to do it. You come saying. So why do we like these things? Let me tell you something that is also concerning on the continent. On page five of the Daily Graphic, only a small fraction of needy people in Ethiopia's northern Tigray region are receiving food aid according to an aid memo seen by the Associated Press, more than one month after aid agencies resumed deliveries of grain following a lengthy pause. Just 14% of 3.2 million people targeted for food aid by humanitarian agencies in the region this month has received have received their food. And also, finally, the planned auction of dozens of artifacts belonging to Nelson Mandela has been suspended pending a court application to completely halt it, the body that protects South Africa's cultural heritage said. The online auction had been settled by a New York-based Gensi Auction House mm. on February 24 in conjunction with Dr. Makaziwe Mandela, yeah, the yeah. eldest daughter of the anti-apartheid icon. Now, had received widespread criticism from the public and the South African government, which is supporting a court application by the South African Heritage Resources Agency to appeal an earlier court judgment that gave the auction the go-ahead. So some of the things they are selling here. So a champagne cooler. That was a present from former President Bill Clinton. Yeah. And a whole lot of other yeah, things. Yeah, I wanted to just point out something which will come up in taking social media trends. So U.S. Senate is holding a hearing with tech CEOs. And the CEOs were told that they have blood on their hands mm. in relation to child safety. Yes. Yeah. So you have uh, U.S. Senators on Wednesday grilling leaders of the biggest social media companies and said Congress must quickly pass legislation as one lawmaker accused the companies of having blood on their hands for failing to protect children from escalating threats of sexual predation on their platforms. Mm. And the hearing marks the latest effort by lawmakers to address the concern of parents and mental health experts that social media companies put profits over guardrails that will ensure their platforms do not become uh, a platforms for sexual predators Predators, and children getting into serious mental health conditions. Mm. So I think we should think about this in Ghana. I always say that when it comes to these social media companies, it's the EU and the US who take issue with them. You know, we just allow anything. Mm. And we just did a show on effective agencies where Dr. Larry was talking about how people's um, children exposure to uh, to, to social media can affect their mental health, Mm. right? But it doesn't seem to be on the radar of parliament at all. 
Do you get it? So I feel like we need to also tighten our laws around social media access here in this country, particularly for children. We'll end that here. That was the newspaper review. Coming up next is the City Business News. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. City Business News brought to us by Goyle and MTN. An old mutual. Nashikasi is here with the news. Good morning. Good morning, Bernard. Hello and welcome to the breakfast edition of the City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN, Goyle, Access Bank and Old Mutual. My name is Nashika Siza. Coming up, Ghana Revenue Authority announces that implementation of Emissions Levy Act 2023 takes effect today. Also coming up, President Ikufado calls on global business community to unlock the 450 billion US dollar potential income projected from the Africa continental free trade area. The details, the Ghana Revenue Authority GRA has announced that the Emissions Levy Act 2023, Act 11112, which imposes a levy on carbon dioxide equivalent emissions on internal combustion engine vehicles, will begin today. The emissions levy is in line with the government's efforts aimed at tackling greenhouse gas emissions to promote the use of eco-friendly technology and green energy. The levy amount varies based on the type of vehicle and its engine capability. Capacity. Motorcycles and tricycles are required to pay 75 Ghana cities per annum, while motor vehicles, buses, and coaches up to 3,000 cubic centimeters are required to pay 150 Ghana cities per annum. Motor vehicles, buses, and coaches above 3,000 cubic centimeters, cargo trucks, and articulated trucks are required to pay 300 Ghana cities per annum. Meanwhile, the leadership of the Ghana Private Road Transport Union GPS. RTU says it will soon announce new transport fares taken into consideration the imposed emissions levy. Abasimoro is the public relations officer of the GPRTU. Well, we have alerted the whole nation that it is wrong to pay two different taxes on one item. If the authorities have failed to heed to the awareness they have created, so be it. I just fortunate by the will of God that we haven't finally even come out with our uh, adjustment to law reform. We just have to calculate it in whatever decision we arrive at and share it to the public citizens that we take. Abasimoro is the public relations officer of the Ghana Private Road Transport Union. Moving on, organized labor is set to meet today to decide on its next course of action following the expiration of the deadline for the government to withdraw the electricity tax. Last week, organized labor called on the government to revoke the proposed electricity tax scheduled to be implemented this year. The government argues that the tax is intended to support its COVID-19 recovery program. Deputy Secretary General of the TEC, Joshua Ansa, says organized labor will soon announce its next steps in response to the government's position. And we are still resisting that until that total withdrawal is done, we still stand by our decision. That if by the end of today, if government fails to withdraw, organized labor will advise itself. Which means that, by it means that they still want to convince us to accept the 50% back 
on our label. And I'm saying that we demanded that the, 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 the directive must be withdrawn. Organized labor will meet and make a decision after today. If government doesn't do anything about the total withdrawal. That was a Deputy General Secretary of the TUC, Joshua Ansa. Now, the electricity company of Ghana, ECG, will from today disconnect power to all customers and users of electricity while consuming power without paying. The exercise involves ECG teams updating customer details, collecting arrears, and disconnecting those with outstanding payment. The operation, which begins today, will conclude on February 15, 2024. The External Relations Officer of the ECG, Leila Abubakar says customers found to be using power without payment will face prosecution. We've done targeted mapping of where these pain points are and we are going to be using the next two weeks to fish out these people who are using electricity uh, without paying anything to us. So that's the target for this one to just fish out those who are on our network using electricity for free. Uh, perhaps we found them last year and tried to regularize them and they've gone back to their old ways. We now have a new directorate, which is the prosecution directorate, which is going to take on a lot of companies and individuals who have refused to stick to the ethos of using power and paying for power. External Relations Officer of the ECG, Leila Abubakar, speaking there. Moving on, President Ikufado urges the global business community to concentrate efforts on unlocking the $450 billion U.S. dollars potential income projected from the Africa Continental Free Trade Area by 2035. Emphasizing the need for a new investment approach, the President called for widespread support in fostering partnerships that extend beyond the continent. President Ikufado spoke at this year's Africa Italy summit in Rome. In Austria, we're talking about economic relations, Austrian companies that are doing work in Ghana, more Austrian companies that we're anticipating will get involved in our country. We're looking also at the strong political relations, the security cooperation that we now have with Austria. We have identified several strategic anchor, in, anchor industries, the automotive industry, manufacturing of machines and machinery components, pharmaceutical and textiles and garment industries are areas in which we are looking for uh, significant investment. We think that Ghana is today the commercial capital of Africa. We're hosting the uh, African Continental Free Trade Area Secretariat. That was President Ikufado speaking there. Now, President of the Ghana Institution of Engineering, Engineer Kwabena Bempon, has bemoaned the prevalent issue of manufacturers of cement cutting corners due to cost constraints impacting the overall quality of the final product. He highlighted the potential of utilizing local resources to enhance the production process, offering both cost reduction and improved quality. During a recent industry forum, the GHIE president emphasized the critical need for affordable yet high-quality cement. We use to ensure that we have quality but also affordable because cement uses calcium carbonate to form clinker and that is where the carbon dioxide is released after calcium oxide which is lime is produced. Now if we can utilize our clay resources, clay from Ghana and and add it to the production process, we are virtually going to reduce the cost. And, in, and invariably, the issue of quality 
will be resolved because I'm sure because of the, the cost, the cement manufacturers sometimes may be cutting corners. But then if you have products that can be sourced locally, and here I'm talking about calcined you know, cement. That was engineer Kwabna Bempon, who is the president of the Ghana Institution of Engineering. Away from that, passenger arrivals at both the international airports and land borders have shown a significant improvement with a year-on-year -year increase of 20.1% in November 2023. The total number of arrivals reached over 104,000, up from 58,000 recorded in the previous year. Meanwhile, port activities also experienced an uptick during the same period. We have more in the following report. According to the Bank of Ghana's January 2024 Monetary Policy Report, international trade at the country's two main harbors, that is Tema and Takrade, as measured by the laden container traffic for inbound and outbound containers, improved at the end of November 2023, recording a figure of 58,000 as compared to 45,000 in the previous year. This represents a 22.4 percentage increase. In cumulative terms, total container traffic for the first seven months of 2023 dipped by 11.1% to 357,680 compared with 402,277 recorded in the previous year. Cumulatively, for the first seven months of 2023, there were 616,101 arrivals recorded at the international airport and the land borders, compared with 479,874 arrivals for the corresponding period in 2022. That was a news desk report. Now on the interbank foreign exchange market where banks trade among themselves, the dollar lost a peswa and is selling at 12 CDs, one peswa. The British pound also lost a peswa and is selling at 15 CDs, 24 peswas. The euro remained unchanged and is selling at 13 CDs, three peswas. However, at some forex bureaus in the capital, the dollar is selling at 12 CDs, 50 peswas, while the British pound could be sold to you at 15 CDs, 65 pesos and the euro is going for 13 cities 40 pesos and that's it for the breakfast edition of the city business news proudly brought to you by mtn goyle access bank and old mutual my name is nashika siza do have a great business day the news was also brought to you by old mutual 10 years of greatness in ghana here for a lifetime the city breakfast show Rise above the noise. 40 minutes past 7, it's the first day of February. What are you expecting this month? Lots of new things happening. Not many being good. New taxes being introduced, new levies, new policies. But it's also the month of love, and there's a simple truth about love. It drives us to give off our very best. In the same way, Shell Fuels drive you, your car, to peak performance. That's why every car loves Shell. With over 100 years of innovation, you won't just be buying any fuel, but the most advanced fuels, which save you money in the long run. Shell Fuels with Dynaflex technology are our most advanced fuels designed to prevent deposit buildup and keep your engine clean and protected. They're also designed to help save fuel and get extra kilometers from each tank fail. So drive into Shell Station today and fuel up your car with Shell Fuels designed for engine efficiency and performance. Kick off is next and I have Gabi Ofe already here and of course there's one big story. 
It's one big story. And Darwin Nunez sneaks in behind Thiago Silva. And Luis Diaz is arriving! And didn't he arrive with perfect timing? That's something that gets excited. It's, it's coming home, baby. <laughs> All right, and that's how we welcome you to kick off on the City Breakfast Show. My name is Gabby Offer. Uh, uh, we start off with uh, Liverpool because uh, they remain on course to send Jagging Club off as a uh, Premier League win after Chelsea. Uh, we're trashed 4-1 at Adfield last night. So we'll review last night's games from the English Premier League and also build up to tonight's clash between Wolves and Manchester United, all of that, plus some tennis and other stories with me, Gabby Offer. Alright, let's start off with this word, a draw for the 13th Africa Games football tournament. That's the men and women will be staged on the sidelines of the ongoing African Cup of Nations in Cote d'Ivoire later today, host nation Ghana. And eight quarter finalists from the U20 AFCON uh, hosted in Egypt last year are uh, qualified to compete in the football tournament of the 13th African Games. So, Ghana's black satellites are prepping uh, currently at the Ghanaman Soccer Center of Excellence in Prom Prom ahead of the 13th African Games slated for March uh, later this year. Meanwhile, your precon and ex assistant coach for the Black Satellites emphasized the importance of young players undergoing a proper transition for optimal development. It's about time, you know, it's all about the transition shouldn't be about winning a trophy or something. You know, it's about it's about development, giving the boys that experience, giving them the confidence that they can do it. You know, and giving and then you give them time. But when you when you when when you when you when you promote them to they say from 17 to 20, and uh, if they go in there and they don't win, a, they don't win a cup. Then, then, then we dismantle the team and then we build another one. Uh, we will keep on dismantling and and will not get uh, the the best out of uh, out of what we are doing. Uh, I believe it's 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 about time we take our time, take our time, you know, do it right, do it right. Is giving them time, let them develop, let them get the proper training, let them get. What what football is all about, you know. Football is ab- about you know youth development. It's not about winning titles. All right. So there's an uh, ex assistant coach for Ghana's Black Satellites. Uh, Yao Frekon speaking to uh, City Sports. And so the qualified teams are Ghana, Nigeria, Benin, Congo, the Gambia, Senegal, South Sudan, Tunisia, and Uganda. The nine teams will be distributed into two groups. So one group of four teams. And the other group of five teams, Ghana, the host nation, will be in port uh, position A1. Nigeria, the runners-up of the previous edition, will be in position B1. We stay with uh, the 13th African Games and the local organizing committee for uh, the Games has scheduled February 8, 2024 for a test run of hosting facilities in Accra. That's the Baltimore Sports Complex and the Legon uh, Sports Stadium. The uh, Minister of Youth and Sports, Mustafa Yusuf, says... Work on the hosting is completed. The contracts are set to undergo the handing over. Uh, to some boxing story, and uh, British Ghanaian boxer Joshua Boashi is joining up for his fight against Nigerian British op- opponent Dan Aziz at the OVO Arena 
and London. The undefeated WBA light heavyweight champion takes on Danaziz in an eagerly awaited bout on Sunday, February 3, after postponed eliminator for the WBA world title scheduled for October late uh, last year. And I'll hear from Joshua Boache speaking ahead of the bout on February 3. Like pressure. Look, that in Passing itself. Like pressure. That in itself. Olympic team has been pressure. No, of on course, us. no. But it doesn't mean that you like it. We, we pressure. Move it. In we my, move in, it. for me, pressure. It's not a negative thing. That's what drives me. That's what makes me do them extra rounds on the pads, exactly. bags. Like it's exactly. not a bad thing. All right. So that's a Ghanaian British boxer Joshua Boachi speaking. Then so that bout is against Nigerian British opponent Danazi. So both boxers have got um, African roots there well in europe uh, was at uh, liverpool corner bradley produced a memorable display by scoring as first liverpool goal and grabbing two assists as the rest beat chelsea to maintain their grip on the first place in the premier league Dragon club side went into the run of fixtures five points clear at the top and arsenal and manchester city winning their games against forest and burnley respectively but uh the Anfo club needed to do so and uh they did that against the blues so, yeah from liverpool boss Dragon club Jürgen, what a way to get your 200th Premier League win at this club. What pleased you the most about that performance? <laughs> the performance? The start, the middle part, the finish. Of course, you have to play outstandingly well to keep Chelsea kind of calm because they're just too good, they're super talented, said before the game. That's how it is. But the way we started the game was... Um, really strong proper direction immediately put them under pressure counter pressing was top winning balls back keeping them really in areas where they don't want to be the high press was really good they couldn't play really the way they wanted to build up because we were really there the boys did extremely well scored the goals <laughs> fair to say we could have scored one or two more um, but then uh, they scored their goal it's like you don't want All right, so that's Liverpool boss Jagging Club speaking after beating Chelsea for one. We hear from Chelsea boss Mauricio Pochettino. No, I think it's, it's, it's not to find our excuses. I think uh, I think the performance was good from from us. I think they deserve to win. They were better than us. Of course, that was a situation that maybe provided us the possibility to be close on the score. Um, yeah, but to talk about to about this type of, of action. Today I, I don't want to talk about that because that is part of the football. But being honest, we didn't perform in the way that we wanted to perform. They were better than us from the from the first action uh, during 90 minutes. I think yeah, it's this type of game that you need to say well done. All right, so that's Chelsea boss Mauricio Pochettino speaking. Then now let's take you to the Etihad because Ellen Holland was upstaged on his return from injury by fellow striker Julian Alvarez as Manchester City strolled to victory against Burnley. City won that game by three goals to zero. And manager Pep Guardiola was full of praise for the Argentine striker Julian Alvarez. Julian, Julian is amazing. So he's an extraordinary player and, and many, many things help us. So we have an incredible, good, really, really one competition. So yeah, really really good so I'm very pleased for his birthday and not just for the goals for many things he does so really really good alright so that's Manchester City boss Pep Guardiola 
as we came there. All right, at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, it was Spurs. They moving back into the Premier League top four with a thrilling and at times chaotic home victory over Brentford. That game and the three two later today, they've got West Ham United v Bournemouth at the London Stadium. Wolves take on Manchester United at the Molyneux at 8 15 pm. We are from United Boss Eric Ten Hag. Yeah, of course, every, every game, uh, it's, um, you know, we have to see as a final. And every game, we have to get the best out of it. And, um, and this team has so much experience, they know that. And, um, yeah, and I'm quite positive now we have our players back. Although uh, some, they need uh, some match, match rhythm. Uh, but I think the... Um, uh, Say the the line into this game was quite good, and uh, like uh, they had a friendly game. All right, so that's uh, Manchester United boss Eric Ten Hag speaking there. Well, in Spain, it was Victor Roque scoring his first goal for Barca in their first match since uh, manager uh, Xabi announced his uh, that he was le- he's leaving at the end of the season. Uh, to some transfer stories, because Nottingham Forest outside United States midfielder Giovanni Reina. From Bucha Dortmund on loan on to the end of the season, Reina has 24 international caps, emerged as a teenage sensation of Dortmund and made his uh, Bundesliga debut at age 17. A wrap-up with tennis and Andy Murray has no immediate plans to call time on his career and vowed that he won't quit despite enjoying a winless start to 2024. The 36-year-old, a two-time Wimbledon winner, was dumped out in the first round at both the Brisbane International and the Australian Open and remains one less in 2024 after another defeat in France this weekend. That's it for kickoff on the City Breakfast Show. Kickoff was probably brought to you by Shell and Le Shell. City Sports Online has got more stories for you next. You can find us at City Sports GHA. My name is Gabby Offer. Do take yourself and bye bye. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation.
found another home. I know you're not alone on the night shift. This is for all those who are heading in the month of February. 6733. It's a beautiful song. I really like this song. And even before I understood what it meant, even before I got the full context of who they were singing about, it just did it for me. It just did it for me. Oh, yeah, it's, a, it's a beautiful song. It's a beautiful song. It says, I know you're not alone on the night shift. You found another home. Yeah. A couple of quick uh, birthday requests coming through on the show this morning. Bernard, good morning. Today is the birthday of my special person, my manager, my prayer warrior, my wife. Happy birthday to Superintendent Dr. Florence Joletto of James Camp Prison at Depa Sedam and myself. We wish you good health, strength, and prosperity the years ahead. We love you from Dr. John Diego Koso from the Panther Hospital. Happy birthday to my incredible husband, Rudolf Trakasu. You are the rock of the family and your love and strength inspire me every day. On your special day, I want to celebrate the amazing person you are, a loving husband and a true partner in every adventure. He has to another year of laughter love and unforgettable moments together wishing you a day filled with joy and a year ahead that's as wonderful as you are cheers to you my dear husband happy birthday from your wife akofa of ghana christian international school to rudolph trakasu happy birthday to the love of my life sharon bettina nokobadu you work with the legal department of the stambic bank Jason and I are blessed to have you in our lives. This is coming from Etonam, your husband. To you, Sharon Betty. Charlie, to have one English name, to have two. Means you are double. Sharon Betty Nanokobadu. Coming in from my good friend Etonam, Adoboy, and your son Jason. May God continue to bless and elevate you in your new year. Good morning, Bernard. Kindly wish my special boss, Lady Madame, former EC boss Charlotte, to say happy 55th birthday from me, Julian of AgriHub Investments Limited. All right. So, Charlotte, to say this is coming in from Julian of AgriHub Investments to you. Happy 55th birthday. Yeah, it's a beautiful song. A few more coming in, please. Uh, happy birthday greetings to Sayram Banini coming in from Awe. Wish my son Jeremy Kosi Selassie a blessed ninth birthday today for the first. May his years be long, productive, and happy. May he be a hundred times better than I am. He's the first arrow in my quiver, and I thank God for his life. From your dad, David, your mom, Mamiya, your sister, Sichope, and your little brother, Selikem. Jeremy Kosi Selassie. 
And let me say happy birthday, belated one to Elsie Apia Osei. Now, as a distinguished parliamentary correspondent for the GNA, your dedication to journalism inspires us all. On your special day, we celebrate not just your birth, but also your impactful work. May this year bring you continuous success and stories that change our world. And of course, the work of our parliament. Best wishes on your birthday, Elsie. And a quick one to uh, Mrs. Marie Ado of SIC Akramo. You are an amazing person. Wishing you the best love from Mina. So it's 7.40 and Danwell Insurance has been and remains your preferred insurance provider for general insurance for the past three decades. Claims payment capacity, top notch. We underwrite motor insurance, fire insurance for domestic and commercial, accident policies, public liability and more. Call your insurance broker or agent or visit any of our offices or branches. Renew your insurance policy and receive fuel coupons and other amazing rewards. Call 0501-687-806. Terms and conditions apply. Done well. If it must be done, it must be done well. And GCB Bank PLC wishes to remind customers not to pay attention to any message or phone call claiming to come from GCB PLC asking you to link your Ghana card to your bank account or provide your card or account details. Now, GCB will never send you a message or make a call to you requesting your account or card details. When in doubt, call 0800-422-422, chat with us on our WhatsApp 0202-422-422, or visit the nearest GCB branch, GCB, your bank for life. 
Visit the AGI Energy Service Center. We provide tailor-made energy saving solutions to companies. You need that these days. We do energy audits, implementation and training for management systems for energy. We also do renewable energy feasibility studies and more. If you're spending too much on power, you don't know what to do. Call the GIZ AGI Energy Service Center. They would give you some insight into how to reduce your spending, how to be more renewable, how to be more efficient and productive with your power. Call 0507-977-902. Message brought to you by AGI in partnership with GDC and implemented by GIZ. Few more messages coming in. My love, Mrs. Dora Minta. Today I celebrate not just your breath, but also the countless ways you make my life more meaningful. You make every day feel like a romantic getaway. My love for you is like an endless ocean, forever deep and forever vast. Love you more every day. Dear God, please bless my amazing wife on a birthday with good health, happiness, and prosperity. Happy birthday, Mon Baby. This is your husband, CEO of Solando Travel consult to his wife mrs dora minta that's a beautiful message Uh, beautiful message from the ceo of solando travel he doesn't mention his name but we know who he is to to his wife mrs dora minta but uh, let me do this belated one coming in from christian of the uh, parliamentary press he says uh, your motherly love and he's Mm -hmm. talking about uh, ma lydia of the Ayawaso West Wagons constituency, mm-hmm. Ma Lydia. Uh, your motherly love and care knows no bounds. Mm-hmm. You treat everyone uh, you come across as your own. As you celebrate the special day, may the good Lord grant you good health, wisdom, joyful heart, and the resources that you need in your efforts to serve your constituents and humanity. Happy birthday to you, Honorable Lydia Sayyama Hassan, Member of Parliament for the Ayawaso West Wagon constituency here in the Great Chakra region. It's coming in from Christian Pesese, our good friend. Kindly wish our son or Henny or being Sasu of Northridge Lyceum a happy sixth birthday. God bless and fill your wisdom, knowledge, and favor. Grow to be an influence in this world and beyond. Lots of love from mommy, daddy, your siblings, Nana, and Ohima. Blessed birthday, Apostle Ellis Kofi. Thank you for transforming, for saying yes to the Lord. I am a life that has been transformed from, through your ministry. Your dearly love from Evelyn Zach. I got quite a number of messages for Apostle Ellis Kofi. Great, great guy. So this one is from Evelyn Zag. We've got a couple that I don't uh, know how to put them. Wedding anniversary message. Can we wish a happy 10th wedding to Elder Joshua and Era Ahamazi of the Church of Pentecost, Newman, Proby Central, Dan Soman. Wish you many more years of God's blessings and bliss. We love you and cherish you so much. From the events team of the Area Youth Ministry in Dan Soman. Happy birthday to Disciple Sami Amufa, Morwin's Elder from the Welfare Committee of CAS 2001 Year Group. Some other way to make you see If it takes my heart and soul You know I'd pay the price Everything that I possess I'd gladly sacrifice
change of heart If it takes forever, girl, then I'm prepared to wait The day you give your love to me won't be a day too late My goodness, what a beautiful song! What a beautiful start of the month. You know, I like the way they modulated, like, yeah, the just modulated incredible, like, really, really effortlessly. Good. I'm talking to the guy who's Ghanaian in this song, Chris Amu. Chris Amu, oh, beautiful song! It's called The Real Thing. The Real, the real Thing, thing. Liverpool based band, is it? Is it? Uh, yes, so it's, 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 the Ghanaians based in Liverpool. Really? I'm telling you, are you kidding me? <laughs> Whoa. Sounds like one of the Motown songs. It does. Yeah. Sounds you know, very Motown. Of course, growing up, I had I always assumed because I can do it with a Motown playlist. Song, yes, later. yes. It's the same. For example, there's this other song that came out just around the time yeah. uh, called "Darling" by Delegation. All right, darling, I think about you. Yeah. We are not together. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you know, yeah. Delegation, a British group. Is I it? was blown away when I heard the song. <laughs> this is really good. The British have given us some very good musicians. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's a good one coming. The Chief of Defense Staff Vice Admiral Seth Amwama or Dadie Amwama. Thank you. You retired today. This is from the staff of the NHQ headquarters. Mm-hmm. We thank you, sir, for your exemplary and exceptional leadership. Okay. We also congratulate the incoming Chief of Staff, Major General Thomas Opompepra. He's an amount for Charlie. Can you imagine? <laughs> I'm sure Godfrey is happy this morning that Prisek is handing over the Baton. Chief of Defense Staff. <laughs> To a Premier College, yeah. So, yeah. So the Chief of Defense Staff, great guy, Sky. He's a yeah, really solid, great guy. Solid, you know, solid, brilliant. So, man. so proud of him. Yeah. He's held the he's held the Presec flag so high, and he's done a great job as Chief of Defense Staff, handing over to General Thomas Opompe. Another, another fine man. Yeah, he's man. taking over. Yeah, but we are not handing over the trophy to Premier though. <laughs> so, so even though, even though uh, said Amama is handing over the. The trophy there is not good. He's handing over the the thing to. Chief to, of Defence. We are not handing over the trophy. Why not? <laughs> no, 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 no. We are we are we are breaking the eight. <laughs> <laughs> we are breaking the eight. Charlie, we have to go. We are we are looking for a team for the ninth. <laughs> we are not giving it. So, girlfriend, you won't get you won't get any, you won't get your. I don't know what they are looking fourth or fifth. I don't know which one they are looking for. You won't get it. Charlie, if you are sick for three days. <laughs> Now, can you guess the song, the, the year this song was released? No, wow. Nathan knows, but I, I actually don't. Sky, can you guess? I would say 1985. Well, I'm told it's 75. 75? Oh, I, I'm 10 I years. think it was in the 70s. I just oh, I see. Wow. We're not even born. <laughs> <laughs> but anytime I listen to this song, I always thought that it was something from... Um, the 80s, the 80s. Yeah. of course, the tempo because most songs that came around yeah. the 70s, where a lot of them were so yeah. Music. And I also thought slower. it was an American song, I also thought same, yeah. Lyrics are really great, oh baby, yeah. It's, so, yeah. it's, a, it's a really simple, music. you know, like, like I said, I made a reference to delegation, you know, yeah, darling. 
So it came around the same time. I don't know whether I did, but darling, uh, delegation was a British group. So I was just for, making reference for to a British. young for a young man. You have ancient music knowledge. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for, I know. for, for a young He's man from the home of an ambassador. Yeah, I, just, I know. I just love you. You have ancient ancient music knowledge. This is this is the song. Yeah. So this is by delegation. This is delegation, darling. It's, it has one of the loveliest bass lines I know. Let me listen to it. things to do quickly on the show today uh it's first february first has many things tables on strike ecg is going to do some meter stuff uh, mission stack starts implementing today passport application fee goes up but i want to remind you of an interview i did yesterday i thought it was a great interview i spoke to ahmed nasir yate on roads lots of you have been talking about roads and before i get into what's going to happen this month transport fare issues tax issues here are highlights of quick interview with uh we, we're talking about roads and sky couldn't exhaust it, but i just i just felt people need to rehash some of the key points so we can hold the ministry of roads to task so please take your pen and your paper out and any deadline he mentions please write it down because we'll collectively hold the ministry accountable this year the motorway you see now is going to be a different thing altogether you are going to have a 10 lane motorway six lanes going to be asphalted finishing Four lanes going to be concrete finishing. You are going to have about three uh, interchanges on it. You are going, as part of this uh, amount of money that I've mentioned to you, you are going to remodel Tetequashi. You are going to take care of uh, the traffic at the Polo uh, intersection traffic light to make sure that you don't have an overflow from Tetequashi where there will be traffic at the Polo. Um, traffic lights, so they are going to do something like uh, uh, underpass or something over there to take care of that traffic also. So all this it comes within the, the, the sum that wow. I have mentioned. And all of this is the 338, so that's phase one. Yes. And this is all Ghana Infrastructure Investment Fund. This is brilliant news to hear. In the meantime, what about the motorway the Tema runabout project that connects the Tema to Ashaiman, connects Tema to Dowenya. You know, they finished phase one of that. I think that was initially financed by either the Japanese or the British. I'm not sure. The, the motorway interchange project. What can you tell us about that? If you know what I'm talking that, about. That project is being funded by the Japanese government. It's a grant from the Japanese government. As we speak, the last update I received indicated that that project is about 40% completed. 
what is happening is that most of the fabrication for that project is being done off-site. So if you say 40% complete, maybe when you go there now with your, your, your layman's eye, you may not see much. But most of the fabrication is completed. And once we get the pillars up, we just have to install, uh, do the installation, and you see, you see the uh, interchange uh, uh, coming up. And so the project currently stands at uh, about 40% complete. So, so I'm assuming that this motorway expansion you just described will link up to this road that the Japanese are doing, the interchange project, right? Yes, it will link up to it. It will link. In fact, there will be a bit remodeling of the Shama interchange also mm. to link the new road that we are we are we are that we are the new motorway that we are constructing now let's talk about let's talk about another road that connects the motorway the santor okay let me before santor the school junction to bottoman road is almost done it's done now if but i think there's just one phase because people still have to use a small tunnel to connect to to the tema sakumono areas if they are crossing from from um Ashalibotwe into Tema. So by that I mean fa- the, the road from school junction to, to Boteman is like a phase one. I I suspect there has to be either a tunnel redone or an overpass so that people can actually cross into Tema and cross into community 18. What can you tell us about that project? So as part of the motorway redevelopment, there's going to be an interchange at community 18. That will take care of this problem. So there's, there's and is this is this interchange a uh, part of the ten lane expansion or a do exactly. is the same guy? No, it's part. It's part of the ten lane. That is what I'm saying. As part of the redevelopment, there's going to be about three interchanges on that stretch. I think at the abattoir also, you are, we are going to have an interchange over there. So there's going to be a three a three interchanges on that 90.5 kilometer stretch to take care of for this uh, crossing from the western eastern side also to mm. the yes, so there'll be so three interchanges three interchanges on the motorway the first one being the Bottoman yes. to community 18 interchange yes the second one yeah, will, will, will be which one at, um Abatoa, where the Abatoa is, uh, the third one, I, I don't have. I'm not my, sure. All right, let's talk, let's talk about another road that hits the motorway. So Flower Port to uh, East Legon goes over the motorway and yes. connects the motorway. The last time I did an interview on that road was in July 2023. I spoke to one of the project managers and he said to me on air that the diversion, because there was a diversion that if you were coming from Burma Camp, you had to take around the Assemblies of God Church, that diversion would last till 31st October, right? So that that diversion, by, by November, that diversion would have been finished and the road will continue. As I speak to you today, 31st January, we still use that diversion. There is a lot of traffic at Palace Flower Pot every day. So answer why that diversion has taken so long. And number two, tell us when that project will be done. Well, that project should be, again, substantially completed this year. In fact, uh, Bernard, once we get the bridge over the motorway, once we get that completed, and then we, uh, we complete the building the ramp joining the, that bridge, that for the earthwork, it shouldn't take much time to complete. 
the, the, the most difficult aspect of it is constructing the bridge. And so um, there's been a little bit delay. I don't have the full details, but I can assure you that once we finish with the bridge, we will tackle the earthwork, and that project should be done before the end of the year. Okay. Now, two roads have been mentioned on this show a lot of times, but we don't seem to see any project, any, any progress. So the Abokobi, Tayman, Oyarifa Road has been mentioned many times, but there does not seem to be any. I don't know if you know the road I'm talking about. Abokobi, Tayman, Oyarifa Road. It's not been given any attention. Then the road that links you from Adenta to Dodoa, that road was supposed to be Sinohydro. The first time a Sinohydro list was published, that road was in there. This is like 2019 matter. As I talk to you, that road is in a really, really bad shape, right? This is the alternative route from Greater Accra to Eastern Region through Dodoa. That road is so bad, and we haven't had anything. What's the What's the status update on that? Well, uh, Bernard, good news about Denta Dodoa. Your own guy Oswald has been given that contract. Um, I think um, somewhere before the end of the year or early part of this year, the minister handed sight to to the contractor. As I speak to you, the contractor is undertaking some clearing and it's a design and build road and also doing, taking the various points to do the design and then start building the road. Uh, I can assure you maybe by the end of February or early first, early March, you will see massive work on that road and you know how Oswald works. Another brilliant local contractor who has the capacity to build uh, roads that are very, very quality roads, and so right. you can rest assured. Yeah, who, who is the funding? Who, who's who's fine? Who's financing this? It, it, it's DOG. It's DOG. DOG. In fact, that road, that road, and the Kaswa Winiba Road mm -hmm. has been uh, has been designated as national security uh, priority because of the traffic, the volume of traffic and the importance of that road. And so, uh, apart from that road, the Kaswa to Winneba Road is also going to be dualized. And the minister also handed over that, that site to another contractor who has also started work, has moved to site. Ahmed Nasir Yati, speaking to me, it was yesterday actually, on the City Breakfast, we just brought you some highlights of that. He says the Kaswa Winneba Road, the Adenta Dodua Road, have been designated National Security Priority Road. Hey. Alright, let's hope that translates into some action. Eight o'clock. Take a show me that trends brought to us by Vodafone. With only five cities, you get 200 minutes talk time, valid for seven days to all networks. It's called the Vodafone Cash Special Voice Offer. Make calls to all networks all week long at the best value. Talk for 200 minutes with just five CDs. Dial star 110 has to buy your bundle or visit my Vodafone app to make your purchase. And the segment is also brought to you by FBN Bank. There are some things that have to come before others. One before two, A before B. And FBN Bank will put the customer ahead and first. We offer the gold standard of uh, excellence and value. You deserve the final things in life. That's why when you think of a bank that cares and puts it's customer first. Put the B before the end. Think FBN Bank. FBN Bank, you first. 
Nathan will tell us what's trending on tech and social media trends. Well, let's start off with the name Moesha. Moesha is trending because um, social media, popular person on social media, Moesha Bodong, is mm. uh, is reported to be, you know, she's suffering from a health condition. According to some reports, she suffered a stroke. And so oh, a relative of hers, according to some reports, her brother is on social trying to get some financial support for her. And people are talking about that we wish her speedy recovery if indeed she is and well <clears throat> on the on the, still on the entertainment side of things bella mundi is trending now bella mundi is a tv presenter at tv3 and she's been asked to host the 66th grammy african nominees um program in los angeles mm. that's the second time she's doing so so when the news broke yesterday was uh, people were excited people were talking about it so she said to host the 63rd grammys african nominee branch mm. in los angeles so we wish her the very very best mm -hmm. on the sporting side of things hashtag l-i-v-c-h-e is trending it was the hashtag generated by the premier league for the liverpool chelsea game mm. that liverpool mm. won handsomely mm. by four goals to mm. <laughs> four mm. goals to one it was the first mm. game liverpool or the first league game liverpool were playing after Jurgen Klopp announced that he was leaving the club at the end yeah, of the man. season so it was a very very intense atmosphere those two games we've played since he announced we've won by Nine goes to three. Yes. Well, five to five to four, four one. one. So teams going to Anfield, beware. Be afraid. Better watch out. You better watch be out. Very afraid. You won't win the cup. Jogging you cup is coming. The cup you will not win it. Anyway, on the jogging club wins at the cup. Yeah. <laughs> on you, the politics what, side what, of what things. Anyway, on the politics side of things, um hashtag uh, LGBTQ is trending. John Mahama, who's uh, former Ghana president, NDC's mm -hmm. flag bearer, says he's opposed to mm -hmm. it. So that, you know, the LGBTQ is appearing in many, many, many tweets tweets and all of that. Mm -hmm. So some tech news. Bernard, you, may, you read a story earlier concerning mm -hmm. social media chiefs facing the U.S. Senate. Mm -hmm. And it was a tough time. Now, let me give you some of the high points from that. Now, a group of social media bigwigs was grilled by Congress on Wednesday about the risk their products posed to young people. The chief executive of Meta, TikTok, Snap, Discord, and X, formerly known as, formerly known as Twitter, testified before the Senate Judiciary Committee on Wednesday. The hearing got emotional at times with apologies from two CEOs, tough questions by senators, and reactions from families in the room who have seen harm come to some of their children. So, you know, various news portals are kind of, there are pictures of young people who have been sexually exploited via social media mm. and all of that. Mark Zuckerberg, who's Meta CEO, apologized to uh, the families hmm. and and uh, all of that. And uh, Missouri Republican Senator Josh Hawley mm -hmm. called on Mark Zuckerberg as a billionaire to compensate the families mm -hmm. whose children had been affected by his platform. Take us your trends with Nathan Kwa. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise.
Yes, 813. Phil Collins, Vintage. From the album, But Seriously, released in 1989. Find a way to my heart. On, on, on the first day of uh, February, mm-hmm. you need songs like this. You know, you, you've, I think you started the morning very well because if we don't play songs like this to uplift ourselves... You'll be doomed, you'll be depressed. Yeah, because... I, going through the Instagram headlines, just so, a raft of new so things. So many mm-hmm. bad yeah. things are happening this week. <laughs> they, they are necessarily bad. For your pocket, at least. <laughs> so they are raising the passport but, charge. You're going to, they are raising passport charge? Yes, yeah. they are raising passport charge from oh, today. Okay. You're going to pay the emissions levy today. Tell what is going the emissions on. levy? No. What is it? The emissions levy is a greenhouse tax. So for all cars that use fossil fuels, even before um, EVs are fully functional in Ghana, the government is taxing flat rate from 75 cities to 300 cities per vehicle per year. Okay. The GPRT say they're going to apply that to yeah, transport double, fares. Double, so they want double. to do this. ACG says they're going to go from house to house to make sure that, and which is a good thing, you're going to audit yeah. meters, but yeah. inevitably leads to you paying more for power. Yeah. Right? So you're going to pay more for transport, you're going to pay more for power. Tell is on strike. It means that your students are not even getting the proper yeah, education yeah, yeah. because That's half of the workers are not even going to work. Alright, and so many things. Master's not doing well. If you want a passport, you're going to pay more for it today. I think there are a few more things happening. And Mumu, Mumu, what's happening Mumu? If you want to deposit anything beyond a thousand Ghana cities in your own mobile money account, they will charge you. What kind of madness? Ongoing since November. Absolute madness. Who's going to charge you? If I take my money to the bank, where where were you? No, wait. Hold on. No, explain. Came away yesterday. Explain. And I'm outraged. Explain. You so know what happened that yesterday. Tell us what happened yesterday. Uh-huh. So I wanted to put money in my account, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I got some loose from money. From cash or from your bank? No, from cash. Okay. So, so deposit- I will take it to the Momo agent. Momo agent, hand it over to him that, oh, put X amount of money mm-hmm. on my mobile money account for mm-hmm. me. So that when I needed to make some payment, I would effect payment mm-hmm. without any problem. Now, I went to the guy and then I said, oh, they should deposit 2,000 uh, Ghana CDs in my account. Now, the guy looks at me and says, that no, anything beyond 1,000 Ghana CDs, I would have to pay a charge for it. I said, ah. How? When did this policy happen? It's my own account. It's mm-hmm. not like I you have the money to your, So, they are, they are basically saying, keep your money in your house. Yes. They are punishing you. You know what's funny, Sky? Almost every policy, a digital policy that this government has pursued on the Momo side completely undermines every claim the vice president makes about building a digital economy. Because you say you want to build an economy which is cash light. Mm -hmm. So we have all these discussions and you say you want people to use money in the ecosystem because it reduces corruption. Mm -hmm. Then you go and apply an obnoxious e-levy which leads to reduction in people's usage. Mm -hmm. Now you want to charge people for transferring money from their bank account into their momo. Mm-hmm. I have money in the bank and I want to pay through momo or vice versa. They are charging you. Now you go and deposit cash to a momo agent, they are charging you. Mm-hmm. So even though they will say on one hand, we are building a digital economy, the fiscal policies of government on taxation clearly show it doesn't either believe in the digital economy or it's just a ruse. Because yeah. you cannot tell me that if I take 1,000 CDs to go and put in my own momo account, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To, to achieve the so-called digitalization agenda, mm-hmm. the cash light agenda, the wise thing to do is to say, I'll punish you for... Oh, so, so because but if, I, if, I keep, if I keep that thousand cities in my house, mm-hmm. nobody's going to tax me for no. it. But hold on. We might, is it official? Was it, did the guy tell you it's official? Because somebody also tells me mm-hmm. it's not an official Let me tell you something. Charge. Do you know, be, so is the, is the agent who is... Agent, can, agent cannot take a charge. I'll tell you something. I work with artisans. I have a plumber. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These days, when I want to pay these guys, mm-hmm. they say, Mommy, cash. 
There are so many people now when you work with them and you say you want to send money to. I said no, no, fuck So the the digital agenda is seriously under threat. Do you get me? And I don't understand why a policy. See, this is what you do when you want to get people into an ecosystem. You make it easy at the beginning to harvest everybody. Yeah. Then when they get used to the service, you mm-hmm. introduce the taxes bit by bit. Mm-hmm. But what these guys are doing is they are basically trying to tell you mm-hmm. that if you put money in Momo, we are okay. going to punish you. Do you get it? So I don't really know who's taking these decisions, whether the Ministry of Finance and the GRA are in sync with the so-called digital agenda. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't. You know? It and doesn't. so now, transfers from your own bank account mm-hmm. to your own Momo account, your own Momo wallet, they are, and they are not even honest enough to tell you. So people are seeing it at the back end. A number of people have sent me slips showing that when they tra- transferred money, you know that service is quite a good service. Yeah, no, good. So you don't need to go to the bank. Mm-hmm. You have money in your bank account. Yes, you want to make okay. a Momo transaction because maybe you pay your ECG through Momo. Mm-hmm. You go to your bank, you pull the money mm-hmm. into your wallet and you make the payment. Mm-hmm. That's what a good digital ecosystem is supposed to do mm-hmm. because you can then track it. Mm-hmm. If I came and give Nathan 1,000 CDs in you his pocket, the government doesn't know. Mm-hmm. But if I send Nathan 1,000 CDs by Momo, the government knows. The so the government should actually be paying me mm-hmm. For using Momo. Do you, you, you get my logic? Mm-hmm. But for some strange reason, the government thinks that by punishing people for using Momo, they will promote digital economy. I don't get it. It's, it's, I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. You know? So I really don't know what the people from the vice president team will be saying about this. But honestly speaking, it's a terrible policy. We'll come back to this topic shortly, but if you own a car, there's only one reliable place you can insure your car. It's called Sunu Assurance because we are the most advanced with branches across the country. Call or send us a message on 055-271-980. That's 055-257-1980. And you will know everything you need to know about Sunu Assurances. We're running a promo currently that comes with lots of souvenirs. With Sunu, you can be rest assured that our future, your future is assured. Now, get the best returns on your investment. Invest with iVest, a secured fixed-term investment from Easeway that offers so much more with a minimum of 5,000 CDs over a uh, minimum period of three months. Increase your earnings by investing over a maximum period of 12 months. Times are hard, so invest right. Call Easeway now on 0596-914-843 or text iVest, I-V-E-S-T, to 4993 to get started. Easeway is your trusted financial solutions partner and is a member of the Ghana Deposit Protection. Corporation. Yafinio, Yafini Enterprise Insurance is the leader in general insurance since 1924 and it has been in that position for 100 plus years. Now, this time they are giving away great prizes in the Yafini Motor Insurance promo. A lucky winner will drive off in a new Nissan Kicks SUV, while runners up will get um, Dubai or the go, go, go to Dubai all on Enterprises tab. You can call Enterprise on 0302 634 or call any of your agents or any of their agents or your broker to sign up. Enterprise insurance is your advantage. Now, the Bank of Africa is offering interest, is offering loans at great interest rates 10% for personal loans to meet all these requirements. Commitments at the start of a new year. Public sector workers can get up to 12 months of their salary. So get in touch with the Bank of Africa on 030-2429-333 or 0302-249-690 to find out more. The promo runs up until the end of March 2024. Bank of Africa, strong as a group, as close as a partner. Let's talk engineer Ken is the CEO of Chamber of Telecoms. There are three issues here. E-Levy has been on for a few years. And I think it's not helped. We'll talk about that. There's also the fear and the claim that there are people who are charged 
for transferring money from their Momo wallet into their bank account and vice versa. Then there's the latest claim by Richie Sky that he wanted to deposit money into his own account mm-hmm. and the Momo agent was trying to charge him money. Now, let me start with that because I'm not sure that's official yet. Engineer Kenasigbe is on the line. Good morning, sir. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. Let's start with the first one. Richie Sky is claiming that yesterday he, he, he went should, to he deposit report, money. He should report that agent, agent to... Uh, one, whichever network it is, and even to the police. There's no charge for depositing money into your own account. There's no charge on it. Not for any network? No, 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 no. There's no charge on it at all. If it's Richard's own account that he was, you know, putting money in, there's no charge on it. So, Sky, you've been robbed? Yes, he has been robbed. You've been robbed. Second point, money from my bank to my Momo wallet and vice versa. I used to do that regularly. Lots of people are saying that now somehow they are being charged either a fee or something. What's the position on that matter? Okay, so what what should happen is that once uh, your bank account and your mobile money account has the same Ghana card, uh, you know, used in registering it, the system sees it as yourself, and so there should be no charge on it. Um, There were situations where... The, uh, in terms of the card capture on either the bank side or the uh, the mobile the number side the mobile money side w- might have issues and there was something that over the Christmas holidays we're dealing with that to make sure that those are aligned. So if you have a situation like that, you should report to either your bank or your uh, mobile money uh, company. It should not. You know, the law is very specific. Transfers between yourselves on different wallets or into different bank accounts are not supposed to attract any charges at all. So if you are charged, it's likely that there are different Ghana card details on the exactly. account. Exactly. Now, what dates have to be done on, on one of the sides, you know, to make sure that all of them uh, are speaking to each other. So that if there are two different persons, then it's treated as a transaction for which reason a charge would apply. Is that what I, I yes, should see? This? Yes, yes. Because what, hap- what will happen is that the system, um, the LMAS uh, that uh, GRA uses to authorize uh, the charging entities, either the banks or the EMIs, looks for that unique identifier. And the unique identifier for us as individuals is our um, Ghana card number. Uh, when it is businesses, you know, the likelihood of if there's an old thing, they could look at it. That is also, that's also possible. But for yourself, it would, the Ghana card should be on your bank side as well as on your uh, mobile money side so that it would see it as the same person and then it would say that charge, that transaction is exempt and you don't have to pay. Yeah, but, but Ken, for it. from the Ghana card system we know, you cannot have two Ghana card numbers because I've checked this. If you push your name into the you Ghana cannot. card system, you cannot. Yes. Yeah, so, so if I have a MTN account and I have a GCB uh, bank account, if my name is Bernard Avle and I have one Ghana card number, there's no way that is GCB will have a different Ghana card from MTN. So the possibility that maybe on any of the side, uh, you know, there's the. Um, your data has not been updated would be the only reason why this will happen. So maybe previously you were using an, uh, a previous ID uh, to do the transaction and maybe the update was not done. 
you know, that that could be uh, not done properly. That could be the only reason that that is happening. So if there's a charge, it's basically an update issue. So if you've done it with Ghana Cut on both sides and it's still happening, please just report to uh, either your bank or the the EMI, and they, that, that should be resolved, and that, that charge should be refunded uh, to mm. you. Fair enough. But for those for whom the, the money is charged, it's a 1% charge. Is it a Momo charge or an e-levy? The reason I ask is that there was no official announcement of this. People just woke up one morning and realized that three weeks ago when they sent money from their Momo to their wallet in the bank, there was no charge. And they started getting a 1% charge. We haven't been told what charge it is, whether it's a processing fee, whether it's a Momo charge or e-levy. Is that not odd? So, I, I, you see, I, I would need to see, because if it's an e-levy, uh, from the way it goes, it has to be explicit that, that that's an e-levy. If it's a tax, it should be a tax. If it's a charge, it also ought to be uh, told that it is uh, a charge. From the EMI side, there's been no new charges uh, introduced. Uh, I, I will not be able to speak from the bank side. So, we will need to look a bit into details of this. Uh, but it's something that I will pick up. Uh, and ask the EMIs whether you know this thing has come to the attention. Fortunately, uh, the EMI chamber that is in formation also has G Money in it, you know, who which is a bank EMI as well. So, and then we could also we we are also in touch with the Ghana, Ghana Association of Bankers. So, you know, I could raise that with John as well, as well as our members, and be able to get to the bottom of it. If it's the taxes, I you know we are clear with the taxes. If there's a charge from uh, the bank side, I would not know. But I, I know that from the, uh, if it is yourself, there should be no charge. So if it is to your, yourself, there should be no tax. Um, and so I would have to get back to you on that. Yeah, but, but, I, but d- I, I get the point. But t- technique, t- typically, the banks would have to communicate to the EMIs that they are doing such a thing. Because if I have 2,000 cities in my MTN and I want to transfer it to my bank and the bank has to take a, a bit of it. No, normally if you are sending it to your bank... There's no charge. The it's charge, the other way around. No, no, no. Exactly, okay. exactly, yes. yes. So the you're saying it's from the bank side. It's, the, it's from the bank yes. to the EMI I, that, that the charge... I, am, I, I, am, I cannot be definite. I, I just have to confess at this particular point that I need to look at it and, you know, find out. All right. You know, so I can't make a definite statement on that. Fair enough. The, the other point I want to make was that there was a specific deadline given by the government for people to regularize their Ghana card with their bank and also with their mobile money agent. So with their with their mobile their EMI. So I just find it a bit strange that there would be this discrepancy. But you've explained that, so I'm not going to go back. I'm just saying for the record that there, we were given a specific time to update our Ghana card records. And if that has been done, that lacuna that will make Bernard transferring money from his bank account to his Momo wallet attracting a tax will not exist. Be that as it may, let's talk about what we are sure of. I remember one of the telcos tell us in July that from 1st July, cash out transactions below 2,000 will will attract a fee of 1% and cash out transactions from 2,000 and above will attract a fee of 20 CDs and that this charge will be charged to our wallet. I'm, I'm not sure what the logic behind this was but is that is that is that an attempt to reduce cash out is, is that the logic behind this i am you know again so when it comes to uh charges of particular entities you know because i i i i, I might not be able to speak to it but generally your principle is that you would want to uh keep as much cash on 
the system as much as possible. You know, so uh, in your pricing policies and all of that, that's one of the things you would want to be able to do. Because what you want to encourage is a lot more uh, trading with the digital money rather than just putting it on and cash. We've, I think as a country, we've gone beyond just when we're using mobile money as money transfer. Now we need to move to the point where it's becoming, uh, you know, a merchant payment system, so a payment system, so that once the money gets onto the wallet, you are able to use that. It's the reason why you find out that uh, in the, the, the when we're advocating for the e-levy, we're asking for an exemption when it comes to merchant payment, so that when you're using it for merchant payment, it should be exempted. Because what you want to do is that once the money moves in the merchant payment system, there's a lot more transparency uh, in it. Then, you know, the issues that you were dealing with about reducing the amount of money that is in people's pocket, money that is printed by Bank of Ghana, all of those things you are, you are able to do it. And then you are providing a lot of information also for your fiscal uh, policy side as well as your monetary side. So definitely, from a policy point of view, it's one of the things that you would want to do. What can you do to make sure you encourage a lot more people keeping the money on and then uh, you know, making it a disincentive for just wanting to cash out? A lot of people are texting this morning saying that they are charged by their bank from tra for transferring money from the bank to their wallet. A number of people have mentioned different banks. So this seems to be quite widespread. So I want to urge you to engage with the bankers and properly understand what the charge is. Since you're saying that from the EMI side, you don't have any such charge. But I wanted to ask you a question. From 1st May 2022, the E-Levy was introduced. It's yeah. been... Two years, yeah. or we can say a full year and a half that the mm. e Has the chamber or the industry analyzed the effect of e-levy on transactions, on anything? Is there, is there a way in which we can tell that this e-levy has either reduced transactions or dampened mobile demand for mobile money services at all? Okay, so but, uh, we, we, did, we did a first report that we published. Uh, we did some GSME that I am pretty sure I can send. But that was, uh, we published that report uh, when we had just looked at the, when they, we did the reduction from 1.5 to 1%, uh, I think it was just a few months. So we are not looked at the effect. But it looks, and again, we are now collating, now that we've done the 1% for a while, we're collating data on it. So you, I can speak to, when it was a 1.5, one of the things you, you saw was definitely a reduction. And it was in phases. At the beginning, when the tax was introduced, it saw the volumes go down, it saw the values go down, and you saw a lot more of the high uh, you know, values go up because uh, the e-levy does not have a cap. So you know that the way e uh, mobile money is priced, Beyond a, a thousand CDs, for example, the, the charge was fixed. But then when we uh, e-levy was introduced, that was not the factor. So we saw those numbers decline. The inter and then another interesting thing to do is that it was also important to look at the rate of growth. What was the acceleration of uh, 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 the usage of mobile money before the e-levy came? And you could see that there was a huge drop, you know, the rate at which it was growing to when the e-levy came. 
But the interesting thing you're beginning to see, and uh, just from looking carefully at the data, because we're not collating it and analyzing it, the 1% has, uh, reduction to 1% has had an, an impact on it. So when you plot the graph, uh, the tangent at which you're going, it seems to have, there seems to have been some recovery. But you also need to factor in uh, factors like inflation, because if you were buying a ball of KNK at what two CDs now, and then uh, you now are buying it at five CDs, then when you are sending money to your your son to buy uh, KNK, for example, you'll be sending a lot more money. So you need to factor uh, the fact that you know because prices generally have gone up, transactions might also go up. So you need to do some analysis about how inflation has impacted it. But definitely, from a cashier look, the 1% percent reduction seems to have improved factors. And then also, the E-Levy definitely had been the dumper. But there are other parts of the E-Levy that might also have worked. The number of people who have come into the tax net might have been widened because LGRA knows a lot more people because, you know, all of these merchants and agents and all of that, the merchants, because they wanted to avoid the e-levy, you know, they all had to register with GRA and GRA would know them. So there's that factor as well. In terms of mobile money as a tool for financial inclusion, uh, as a tool for digitalization, e-levy definitely was against the whole principle. You know, taxing the, the, the transaction itself, you know, had some negative effect. And again, I say that it looks as if the reduction has improved it. Uh, but a, a bit more detailed analysis of it uh, would, would be uh, something we are doing, and I'm sure we, we would uh, share the, the results very soon. Mm. Whilst we were on air, two people I know personally have sent me evidence that they have the same Ghana card for their bank as they have for their telco. They transferred money from their bank account to their Momo wallet and they were charged. One of them says, Bernard, I have the same Ghana card for GCB and Vodafone. I transferred a thousand cities and I was charged a fee of 10. This is contrary to the explanation given by engineer Ken. Another one, again, I know him. Bernard, I transferred money to myself, GCB to my wallet, and I was charged 1%. I've updated my bank account and my mom wallet with my Ghana card. Same thing. Three people have said the same thing to me. So Yeah, so Bernard, you see, so that's why I was saying that the pot, there could be a possibility of an update thing. So you've done the update. What's happening is that the L, the GRA system that we're using, the ELMA, has to see the updates on both sides. So in the likelihood that any of the charging entities, either in the bank or the EMIs, have not done the update correctly, these could happen. So I will urge the, your three friends who have called that immediately they should call their banks if they, if they initiated it from there. Whether it was a bank to wallet, they should call their banks, they should call their EMIs and also register them. And definitely those corrections then would have to be made and that refund has yeah. to be paid to them. But, but we, are, we are thinking of this from a point of EMI who is saying that you are not officially aware of any tax. So we probably have to speak to the banks to explain as well because... The sheer number of people who are saying this is happening to them, I doubt it if this is an update issue. <laughs> I no, doubt. So, uh, that's, that's again, no, that's what I'm saying. That if it's a, you see, if it's a tax, that it will be clearly stated that you have, you have a, an illegal tax of this. If it's a, it's a charge on the fact that I transferred money amongst myself, if the banks decide that, you know, now when you transfer money between yourself, there's a charge, I, don't, I would not know. Well, the that. banks call it a fee. When you look on the description, 
no, strike is a fee, then it's not a tax. So then we need to speak to the banks. So you, I'm sure John and uh, Johnny Y and the banks would be able to speak to that. So, so, so it's a fee. Now, on the Richie Sky issue, there are a couple of comments that seem to corroborate what he's saying, right? Um, a couple of people have said that they... Um, go, go up. He says uh, he, he deposited money into his account in Jowlu and somebody asked him... or or he was basically told that he would be charged. I'm just trying to get the text message back for you. I, I can't seem to retrieve it now. But there seems to be a bit of that. Yeah, Mauli, if you can. I, I, I deposited about 2000 into my account just two days ago. The, the mobile money guy here. Yeah. He took 20 CDs for that. Into no, my so yeah. so the agent account. took 20 CDs? Yes, because he, yeah, he tells me wrong. that without it's it, they're not going to do No, the, so that agent, the, you should report to that agent. And to who? This is not the first time. It's a so cross. So report to report to the the EMI. Whether I don't know whether it's an AT money, uh, Vodafone cash, uh, no, MTN mobile money. MTN mobile money, and it is a so cross. No, so the call, moment call. you, Anka Ken, take your time. When you transfer beyond <laughs> thousand CDs anywhere, anywhere, no, you no. Would you, so pay again, you transfer to what? You to pay. You no, know, so you're not transferring. Into, okay, so I, sorry, sorry, depositing. Cash into no, my person. don't attract any charge. So you should not be paying to any agent. It is what is happening. So Ken, what Ken, Ken, what he's saying is that when you yeah. deposit amount beyond a thousand, thousand CDs, CDs, your agent will take ten percent. Yes. Of was it ten percent or one percent? One percent of the amount. Yes. He will take it in cash. Yes. And it's happening no, it's, it's wrong. all over. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. And you see, so definitely uh, for, uh, for the EMIs to know this, we as customers should be reporting. And we should also insist that there's no charge like that on their So we should report to who? Where? To, the, to, to, no, you don't even need to go anywhere. Just call, call um, uh, yeah, how do you call it, your uh, EMI. So, uh, and then if you dial the 100 number, you'll be able to make, make that complaint. Wow. So, but are you aware of this? Has this come to your attention? No, so I, what, 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 I, what was happening, which we had spoken again, was at the point when the agents were asking that, uh, you know, they thought that the limit of the thousand CDs should be increased. And, you know, uh, EM, the, the mobile money business is a regulated service. So there's no way you'll be able to increase, uh, you know, the, the thousand CDs that was currently existing without speaking, because that, that would result in increases in prices. Those things you can't do without engaging uh, uh, the central bank. And so the um, uh, EMIs individually, and again, when it comes to pricing, it's not something that the EMIs can come together and say we are charging a particular charge. So they would all have to look at it and then engage the, uh, the central bank. And so when any some of the agents decided that they were going to do that, we told them I was legal. You cannot be saying that when I am coming, and that one was more when you were coming to redraw money. So when you're going to redraw money and, you know, it got beyond a particular, then they were saying, so what then they decided to do was that when you come, we'll only do a thousand to you. But if anybody wanted to charge you extra, that was wrong. And so now if they are transferring it to now when I am depositing, deposit that should not attract any charge. That's completely wrong. That is wrong. It's not the way the system has been done. So uh, definitely, um, you know, with this feedback, I would pass it on to the EMIs. And then also, I would urge everybody that when anybody wants to charge you that, you know, you need to 
and say that it's legal. Also report to that particular agent because there are a lot of agents who, based on that, you know, would either be blacklisted or, you know, will be prevented from doing businesses. And so we'll take that, we'll definitely take that up. Well, there there probably needs to be a call center that the chamber also monitors because I'm sure you represent the interest of the, in, the industry. Yes, there are different competitors, but this is so widespread that it will be surprising if the, the telcos themselves they don't know. And by the way, some people are also telling me that when you even buy airtime through a vendor, they also charge you 10% of the amount. When you report to the telco, they tell you that that's how the agents operate. So the telcos even know. Now, when you buy airtime through a vendor, they will charge you a 10%. Are you aware of this? I, I'm, I, I, would, I would say I'm not too sure that uh, charge like that, you know, because even uh, at the point where we were discussing e-levy, when you buy uh, airtime, it was not supposed to attract that. And I'm not too sure of, uh, of uh, this happening, but there is definitely feedback that we need to take up. There's definitely feedback that we need. You know, definitely there are issues of some of the agents that might not go according to the rules. And so if that happens, again, that's what I say to all of us. The only way the system would know, though the system also monitors this and they do a lot of, uh, um, there's a lot of uh, mystery shopping and other things that are done to be able to take this out so that you can you can take out the you know, the miscreants among them. Uh, so those are, those are done. And sometimes I remember when you engaged the, uh, you know, the agents will say that sometimes we are a bit too tough on them and all of that. But it's important that, you know, the rules of, uh, uh, you know, surrounding this thing are the to. Well, thank you. So you say you you check on the other issues I've raised and get back to us. So we thank you for okay. talking to us. Engineer Kenashigbe is the CEO of the Telecom Chamber. We've been discussing three issues. The first being a charge that Momo agents... Um, apply when you make a deposit of above a thousand cities some people have corroborated what your guy is saying that when you go to an agent that you want to pay an amount beyond a thousand they will say they will take one percent engineer ken says we should report the people to their telco but it appears the telcos are aware of this you see i i i you know engineer ken is a very good friend he's a, he's a senior brother he's an uncle an inspiration to many of us uh, but with but, the greatest respect but you know, <laughs> When you first raised the matter, okay. he created the impression as though this was a one-off development and Richard Sky had been rocked. I mean, that was basically how you put it. Instead of confirming that, look, this was a matter that came up, the guys complained about what they were receiving and they had threatened that they were going to do A, B, C, D. Uh, and we had told them that don't do A, B, C, D and that we were going to do A, B, C, D to deal with your problem. But he created the impression as though, oh, Richard Sky probably didn't know uh, so much about this space. And so when he went, the guy pulled the fast one over his eyes. Amina Ken, please. This one. Over only anyway. I'm going to change. So that's point number one. Do something. That's on the deposit into your wallet. Then the second one is transfer from your bank into your wallet. Too many people have confirmed. So in Amina Ken's initial explanation was that, oh, Maybe there it, was an update. There was a problem of an update issue because if Caleb Kuda is with a bank mm. and he pulls money into his own mobile money, to the extent that he has the same Ghana card number, mm. it's, a, it's not a transaction. It's just a transfer. By, by the way, the money on your Momo account mm. actually sits in a bank. Yes. So it's not even... So when you pull money from your, your, your bank into your Momo wallet, 
if you are the same person, it's still within the banking system. That's right. So it should not attract Any charge, a charge. But the banks are calling different names, processing fee, fee. They didn't even give it. They, no, it no, 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 nobody calls it a tax. Some people call it charge. Nobody calls it a levy. Is that a charge or a fee? Yes. And it's one percent. Now this wasn't announced, and I think the banks are not being fair. Yeah. Because until people started reading the back end of their statements, they didn't even know they were being charged. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The promise of Momo was made more useful by this policy, where I don't have. I don't last time I stepped in a bank. Yeah. Because everything I have that I put in a bank, you can just I pull it through Momo and I make my transaction. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're going to charge me 1% for doing that, basically you are saying to me, don't connect the two. Mm-hmm. All right? Which brings me back to the issue of digitalization, digital economy policy that's been trumpeted. I mean, how do you allow such... What's the word to use? Funny, funny, funny. Yeah, it's serious. like you are... You are undermining. So you've come up with like this self sabotage. Come up with this big thing. Oh, we are doing digital economy. The economy is digital. We are, then you're going to apply e levy. And when you say you're going to get six billion, you even get half of that. Mm-hmm. Then you say, okay, let's reduce the thing to one percent. Now we are told it's picking up a bit. So clearly the e levy was a wrong decision. You even said the e levy because of that you can go to IMF. Mm-hmm. You've gone to IMF. E levy is still there. Mm-hmm. So if you say you give us e levy, I won't go to IMF because you know IMF really has policies that are very very austere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Now. You apply the e-levy and then you go to IMF. You don't even have the decency to say, oh, okay, then we are going to remove the e-levy. Okay, Not now you are sitting down and the banks are now taking our 1% when we want to work, work within the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Then you say you want to apply a come with a cast light economy. I don't really understand. And th- there has to be consistency and honesty. Mm-hmm. I think there's a clear disconnect between the Ministry of Finance and their fiscal policies and everything the Vice President yeah. says he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Which is why we haven't heard him make any comment on the E-Levy. In fact, the only comment he made on the E-Levy was when he went on air prior to the E-Levy. He was interviewed and said he didn't think it was sensible to tax Momo. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. So has he changed his mind? If he's changed his mind, can he explain? Do you get it? This is, we, see, we, we, we must hold people to their word. If you say it doesn't make sense, did you say it in 2021 and now you've changed your mind? Mm-hmm. It's very important. And there, there are a lot of things being applied. People are not told. Even we who are educated, we don't even know. Mm-hmm. How can banks be taking a 1% charge without even having the decency to inform you? Do you get it? You, the bank, you know that I've seen my momo with my bank account. Yeah. And I did it for three years. You didn't charge me. Mm-hmm. You want to charge me? You want to say, oh, Mr. Avila, from next January, I'm going to charge you 1%. You didn't say anything. You've kept quiet. Thank Where God. is the integrity? Lack of it. You can move how they get up and say, IFRS, something, something. You want to tell me that you're going to take a fee from me. You don't tell me about it. Mm-hmm. Anything you do with a bank, they must tell you. I think Parliament should rise up and tell the banks that any amount collected, proud to the public notification, because how can banks decide to just charge you 1% for a routine transaction quietly and then not announce it? You get it? Even in Ghana, when you want to charge any fee or levy, Parliament has of to course, approve. Yes. And because this is tied to the e-levy policy in a way, it's not an e-levy, but it's a 1% charge, you cannot just get up and apply it. Alright? And I feel the banks owe us an apology. I think, uh, what's the name of the guy? John Ewa? Yes. He has to come and explain. He has to come. All the banks are touting their, their, their uh, what do you call it? Their, their, their uh, policies on know your customer transparency giving you the best rates and then you start collecting money you don't tell anybody well, what is that is that how they do it in kenya <laughs> that they just get up and start collecting your money without telling you and sometimes they don't even, even send you the text so sometimes you have to go for the monthly statement before you see that they've taken the one percent i mean some of the banks at least you know 
you know, when you know, people have sent screenshots. No, and Charlie, images, it's, we have to be honest. You see, because the politicians are not speaking the truth, the banks want to follow. We don't have to agree to that. Godfrey, what's your quick comment on this matter? I don't have good comments on the matter. <laughs> I'm not, as you know, I'm not a Momo user. Uh, oh, <laughs> I am a Momo user. No, no, no. no girlfriend is not. Oh, why? Not a Momo user. <laughs> uh, but you are a digital ninja. Yes. I am a Momo user. No, not at all. Is it like a, is it like a policy? I lived in Kenya for nine or four years. I, I uh, have you, a, you, I have a very active MPSA account. Uh, you don't think the way it applied here is the right? Yes, I've, I've I've had several. Oh, so you voted you about out it. of the most system in Ghana? Yes, I I I mean it impacts me in other ways, okay. But wow. so I you don't know keep a you know account. so much about it that you decide to opt out. I don't know too much about it, but I've used it in other places enough. To know that I don't want to use the one that you're operating here yet. What's better about the place you went than what we are doing here? I told you, yours is primarily a cash out system. Which now we are being charged for. Yes, you understand. And it's, there's just, it's a process that constantly keeps getting, you don't understand it most of the time. You understand? And it's money. You understand? Lose, I, I don't know that someone will say, oh, what is one series to reach a sky or two series to reach a sky? It's money. That's a lot of money. You understand so for me until i get i'm still not comfortable with it it's just a personal decision mm-hmm. i took that until i get comfortable enough you know to understand it i am not yet going to opt for a momo account so i don't have a momo account but how was it just can you just run us through how it, it ran in kenya in your time no i mean it runs everything i pay everything on my phone ah, look at this <laughs> I now somebody i not. understand the charges mm-hmm. and what they are but I don't get charged for some of the things that we get charged. Ridiculous. Somebody's now telling me that he tried transferring money from his bank to his Momo wallet. Mm-hmm. And they are charging him a 9 CD described as tax. So it's different from the one Nathan showed me, which was fee. So the first interview with Ken, it was more, you are transferring mm-hmm. money from your bank account to your Momo. Mm-hmm. And then they charge you a 1% fee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or they call it charge. Now this gentleman is saying, he wanted to transfer 1,000 CDs from his bank account. Mm-hmm. He mentions the bank, Stambic Bank, mm-hmm. to his MTN wallet. Mm-hmm. All right? Uh, fee, zero CDs. Tax, nine CDs. There's a problem there. Then he says, I tried. Yeah, so so, so you see that thing is confusing now. Because when we discussed it with Ken first, it was like, if it's a tax, we would have known. Okay, so the question I have for this gentleman is, are you the same person? Yes. Is, are you the same person? Da, does Stambic and MTN know I, you are the, the same, same person? person? Yes. That's the question. Yeah. Has Do you have the same Ghana details. card number? The details are the details. He says he is. He says he is. Oh, he's responded. Yes, he's be, Because before you sync <laughs> your SIM to the bank account that belongs to you, yeah. all these checks are done. Yeah. They would have to verify that this is your card. You indeed have a bank account. You actually own the SIM card that you say you are using for the purpose. And then they will do the, the, the thing in front of you. So you see it, Vidi Gadochi, Gadochi. Oh, can we say that because the SIM registration was not done by the Ghana card people? You remember there was a dispute. So all the banks, if you put your name, Richie Sky, mm. in their system, mm. your Ghana card will come out. Mm-hmm. Yes. But the same registration was done by a different entity. Mm-hmm. Could there be a problem there? Do you get it? Because you remember the, the scandal that Blackwell had with the pastor? Mm-hmm. One of the things the Ghana card said to us was that it is impossible for anybody to have two Ghana cards. Mm-hmm. Nathan, there's no, if you mention Nathan Kwao, 
and you put your ID, your, your thumbprint on the machine. It should there's only one Ghana card. So the point is there's only one Ghana card. So could the problem be that the mobile money company does not have the right details of the person? How Which is so, what Ken is trying to say. How so when, when, when I go to the bank, they ask, when you first go, they ask for your Ghana card. Yeah. If you are setting so up the, the bank, bank side is cool. What we are saying, what I'm trying to, I'm, this is a conjecture, right? I'm trying to say that you are Nathan Kwao. Yes. Your bank knows you are Nathan Kwao by your Ghana card. That's true. But the Ghana card was verified by this company that used this device. But when it came to the SIM registration, of I, I, the Ministry of Telecom, the NCA decided to use a different system. You remember that time? Yes. So they then came up with this system where you put your, your, your finger on some device. So I'm saying that, is it possible that the banks they, don't have access to that data? Or the data that the telcos captured is Hard not errors. the same as the data on the Ghana card. There has to be some clarity there. Somebody is saying yeah. that the banks have included the Momo into the e-banking transactions. First, Momo mobile, mobile banking, then the second, internet banking, and the third is ATM. Now, because they already charge a fee for mobile banking, they merge the mobile banking with the Momo transfer. Anybody. But that would be wrong. Is that how is that how things are done in Ghana? Uh, that would be wrong. What is the central bank doing about this? Johnny, why is the CEO of the Ghana Bankers Association on a line to clarify a couple of points? Good morning, John. Thanks for joining us. Hi. Um, good morning. So a couple of Hi. points. Yes, thank, a number of people have complained that when they transfer money from their bank account to their mobile money wallet, they are charged what has variously been described as either a fee or a charge from their bank. I spoke to Kenashigbe of the Chamber of Telcos and he says, from the EMI perspective, they are not aware of any such charge and that when you transfer money from your bank to your Momo wallet, if you are the same person, it is not a transaction and therefore it should not attract a charge. Is this the same view of the bankers or the bankers have a different view? Um, basically, the, the similar view. Um, but the situation that um, we have observed is we have um, uh, some of these customers who have updated their bank records with the Ghana card. Uh, unfortunately, the details that you know they have on the Ghana card, which they presented to the bank, is a different from the name combination on their telco wallet. So you are Bernard, maybe V. Avle. But, uh, and, and, and the Ghana card validation combines both your name and your, 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 the ID on the card. So the system that does that authentication, and if it cannot verify that you are the same Bernard V. Avle who owns an account at Bank B, then you are likely to have uh, uh, a charge, which potentially is a charge that uh, should be reversed. And it's a reversal mechanism that, you know, has not been working as seamless as, uh, you know, we're made to believe when we started this process of GRE. Um, there's a reversal mechanism. It is not automatic or immediate. Um, sometimes there's a delay in the reversal, and that is where people some of these charges, but it is nothing new. No bank has introduced any new charge, as far as we are concerned, any new charge without recourse or notification to their customers and or a charge which is not properly so advertised in their banking premises on their website or their other platform. The other 
a consideration that um, um, we should all be mindful about. In, a, in an effort to encourage adoption of these uh, digital platforms, uh, the bank bundled, some of the banks um, bundled the charges. So you find, my bank, for instance, will say e-bundle. So e-bundle is anything electronic. So it is not just for uh, um, your utilization of maybe a mobile wallet. It is mobile wallet plus maybe internet banking platform plus other services that the customer may have opted for. You know, when we advise customers that when you are opting for services, the bank has a duty to explain the rationale for, 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 for the product and the any related and, and charges that potentially are associated with the product that you are opting for. And we advise clients to, you know, mm. at that point of mm. adoption, mm. be conversant with, you know, the kind of charges. Yeah. But there's nothing new, nothing okay. has changed John. as far as uh, the banks are concerned. So from your first answer, which is very similar to Ken's answer, the problem might lie in synchronizing the data that the bank has of me as Bernard Avle and the data that my telco has of me as Bernard Avle using the Ghana card as the basic descriptor. That's the same thing Ken said, which is the same thing you're also saying. Am I correct? Yes, that is correct. Good. Now, if that is the case, do you not think that the banks and the telcos ought to come together to audit? Because you know there's something you guys call KYC. So you want to be sure that the Bernard Avle who's having an account with UMB is the same Bernard Avle who's having the MTN Momo wallet. So if we've noticed from the prevalence of people who are complaining that they are being charged this amount, then clearly there's a problem with the data that both you and the telcos work with, if you follow my logic. So that in your own interest for KYC and in the telcos' interest, there has to be a, a meeting of minds so that Bernard Avle at UMB is the same Bernard Avle at MTN. But as we speak now, the number of people who say they are being charged suggests to me based on explanation that there's a lot of errors in the data that the banks possess or the telcos or both about who they're really working with? Um, there is a potential data, uh, um, data issue or data consistency issue here. But um, it may not necessarily be as simple as maybe laying it at the doorstep of a bank or maybe a telco. Because if a bank has verified Bernard Avle at the bank, the data the bank is holding on Bernard Avle is correct. So it is Bernard Avle who must demonstrate to the bank that it is the same Bernard Avle who has this telco number which is linked to that wallet. Except that perhaps at the point of registering at the telco level, there was a prefix or there was a certain name combination or some other data change that happened there. So one leg of the verification perhaps had a, a, a problem, but you know that during the same registration, there were some issues with the verification process. But for the bank's verification process, because you know we do it uh, uh, um, real time and on site, um, I can say with you know quite a high level of confidence that um, so long as your data on the Ghana card is updated at your bank. The records your bank has on you um, is authenticated. Yeah. Yeah, but, but John, John, I, I get that too. But if, John, the, luckily for all of us, the government announced that the basic thing you need to register anything is your Ghana card number. So whether it is my account at UMB or my MTN wallet, 
there was a deadline for which we were all supposed to have one Ghana card number for every uh, SIM number we had. You remember that time? So, and from what I understand from National Identification Authority, Johnny Wa has only one Ghana card number. There can be, you can't have two Ghana card numbers for Johnny Wa. So if Johnny Wa is banking, banking with APSA and Johnny Wa has Vodafone, once he has put a Ghana card, so even if he writes John K. Ewa or John Y. Ewa, because it's the same Ghana card number that the bank has, that the telco must have, that discrepancy should not arise. Do you get me? So it's not about the, the syntax of the spelling of his name. The Ghana card is the basic unit. And since there can be only one Ghana card per person, it is impossible for that kind of error to exist if indeed John Ewa used the same Ghana card. So the explanation you and Ken are giving still does not fully lie because... Unless you're telling me that Ghana card is lying when they tell us that Johnny Walker only have one Ghana card number. Okay, so uh, and there, <laughs> there goes the issue once again. You know, we embark on comprehensive public education when this Ghana card uh, uh, verification proposal for banking transactions, you know, gained currency sometime last year. The preference of the banks was for it to be, as was initially planned, to be the sole identifier. But we have issues because not everyone has a Ghana card. Even people who are registered for Ghana card were not getting access to the car. Again, um, um, you have um, um, issues of um, um, offline verification failures and, and, and a whole bunch of um, complications around the verification, which my understanding is presently, you know, have been, have been, have been resolved. But we did not actually come to the point where we could say as bank that without Ghana card, you cannot do a, a, a interview of um, the name, mobile money transfer from your account to your wallet. And so long as the bank has a valid ID of you on their file, you, you can still, the money is yours, you can transact. And that is where the challenge is, that we haven't as a country come to that decision point where we say, if you do not have Ghana card, you do not have access to financial services. Well, John, I, I, I remember, unless I'm mistaken, there was a definite announcement that without a Ghana card, you will not be allowed to do any transaction. I even read it on air. I, yes, it, it, no, there no. was even a deadline, October 31, for the, for, the, for the telco side. And the deadline was given for everybody to make sure their Ghana card was the sole unit of registration for their financial services and also for their telco. So unless I'm reading a different hymn book. No, 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 you, 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 no we, we, we did. And, and even in our public education, we emphasize the deadline. But unfortunately, um, um, we are where we are, um, uh, where people have, you know, cash sitting in their bank account, and they are saying we have applied for Ghana card, um, um, NIA is unable to issue us a Ghana card, I have money in your bank account to transfer to my mum, and I'm saying no, when I have a valid driver's license on it or a valid uh, 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 passport on it. So, it, 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 you know, it came to that point where <laughs> it is legitimacy of the funds. I mean, it, are we able to still identify this person? If the answer is yes, um, you cannot stop people from having access to their funds. And that is where we are. And when, when it more or less became politicized and we didn't put our foot down as a, as a country to say that Ghana card is the sole identifier for like, uh, uh, all banking transactions and mobile financial services transactions. All right. If we had all done that, then there would be a push factor. I, I know I have a lot of uh, people coming to our offices here saying that, oh, they checked 
uh, the account at their bank is not updated. But the bank cannot automatically update you. You must opt and go there to have your your card and records duly updated. And the banks have undertaken significant education on this. And, and, and Bernard, you, I'm sure you bear testimony to this, that banks have done extensive public education. Bank of Ghana did extensive public education. As community of banks, we came together and did extensive public education with all kinds of flyers everywhere. But we are where, it, you know, it is where it is, where, you know, the, the, if somebody doesn't have an immediate need of a financial transaction, you don't see the need to go to your bank to do the verification. Well, so the, John, why I don't disagree with everything you're saying, the people who are saying they are being charged are all people who have Ghana cards who, before they can even deposit into their own account, have to be verified. So now, almost everything you do with your bank, you need to use your Ghana card. So for me, I won't belabor the point. The other question I wanted to ask you was, beyond the charge, there's also the question of the e-levy being applied for Momo transactions within a bank. So for example, again, a gentleman said his own bank, he transferred a thousand CDs from his bank into his wallet, and he was charged nine CDs, and it was described as e-levy. In, in fact, a transfer fee and then an e levy. Ten CD transfer fee. Nine CD e levy. So this person yeah. a, a, a transfers a thousand CDs from his own bank into his own wallet. He's charged a transfer fee, which you have explained there could be a discrepancy. And then there's e levy on top. Is the banking sector collecting e levy for transfer within bank to wallet? For your own account, no. But um, um, as I said, for e-levy assessment, I'm sure Ken may have, uh, you know, uh, um, clarified this before, you know, I joined the, I joined the call. Um, no bank is on their own calculating e-levy. No bank. Can, can, you repeat, can you repeat what you said? Can you repeat what you said? No, no bank on its own is calculating e-levy, what is chargeable or what is not chargeable. Every transaction, electronic transaction, goes to the ELMAS system. That is a GRS system. That is where the assessment is done and feedback comes and the, 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 the various uh, charges are applied. If through this process a wrong charge is undertaken, there's, there's supposed to be an auto-reversal mechanism where maybe uh, the fee is not applicable, but for one reason or the other, uh, either con uh, connectivity issues or... Uh, maybe uh, a wrong assessment, um, a charge is levied, you know, there's supposed to be an auto-reversal mechanism that should come in to reverse this. I, I, I covered it initially by saying that that reversal, you know, it doesn't happen instantly. So there are times that you may have done a transaction where you may have wrongly been charged in levy, maybe today, but there's a credit reversal three days time. Of course, I mean, normally the credit reversals, we don't come to complain about them. But when the transaction happens now, a greater percentage of the time, there is a reversal, except that sometimes if you are a frequent user, it will be difficult for you to be able to link or identify each reversal to each of the perhaps illegitimate charges that you may have uh, encountered. But no bank is sitting there using calculator or their system to calculate e-levy. It goes into the GRA platform, and notification comes, whether it's applicable or not applicable, how much of e-levy that should be levied. That's how the system works. So we need to be very clear where you know the issues are. They may 
there, there are issues, of course, and and JRA working on the banks and the telcos. You know, there's a committee, standing committee in place looking at all these issues. But when issues such as this charge that you referred to come up, I prefer that you know um, and we get evidence of it, and then we can follow through to see exactly what may have happened. John, John, I'm happy. I'm happy to. I'm happy to forward to you all the people who have sent me evidence of the e levy and the charge from their bank to wallet. At least, at least about ten people have sent me screenshots. I'm I'm coming. Let 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 me let let me send them to you so you can follow up. I just want to. No, you can send to me subsequently. But yes, I just want to also just mention this. Um, when this issue came up. Sometime last month, early part of January, I got calls from some media houses who forwarded text messages to me. We did follow up, and the reversals were done subsequently, not because of our follow up, but the reversals were processed. Wonderful. Except that, as I've said, the reversals were not auto, as in almost instantly reversed. But sometimes there's a complaint that is lodged, which results in the reversal. Sometimes the system does auto reversal, and inconsistency okay. in yeah. timing. Mm. Is what perhaps is creating the problem. Okay. But I'll be very happy to yeah. receive the, the data. So, that so I'll send them to I'll you. And to be clear, if the people are able to prove that they are the same person who owns the bank account as the, the e-wallet, then the reversal will be done. Because as far as you know, there is no charge for John Ewa transferring money from his bank into his own wallet if it can be proved that he's the same person. So this is the undertaking you are given that if they are, if it is proved that you are the same person who has the same account details, you shouldn't be charged that charge. I think it's in the e levy app, the scope services. So um, it's not John Ewa who is saying it. So we'll go to the document and, and apply the document the way it's captured. Uh, all right, fair enough. I just wanted to, on the e levy side, you explained quite extensively, but I'm coming back to the point of shouldn't the banks have alerted us ahead of time that they were going to charge the e levy also on? bank to wallet transfers I, I, I think they should have probably given us a, a notification about that should they not have um you know as, as um, an industry that is heavily regulated of course um uh, we don't just introduce fees without you know adequate notification to customers when are you you bank and i'm sure you may have received several notifications even where they're going to be reviewed they get sent test messages, they put on their website, they put on their ATMs. So I, I, I almost speak for any particular bank. But the practice in the industry has been such that fees can never be introduced if the customer has not been informed. You cannot. Bank of Ghana frowns on it. And they have even recently issued a directive or a, a notice in, in that regard. So, you know, as a highly you know, regulated industry, we don't take a debit to customer's account, you know, lightly at all. It is only the customer who has the right to debit his or her account. If there is a fee, the customer must have agreed to the fee ahead of time. And you can only do that through proper notification to the customer. And as far as I know, that is what happens, you know, as, a, as, as someone who also banks in terms of, you know, I'm a customer to, to bank. Um, I, I get these notifications of, um, please visit our website for our new tariff guide. Uh, if you go to the banking hall, it's displayed. It's a requirement. You know, they publish occasionally. Even Bank of Ghana occasionally also publishes the fees and charges in the newspapers. So there is nothing that is in between or is hidden 
from any customer. Uh, so John, John, maybe maybe I'll ask you to ask your members to forward to you the prior notification they gave to their customers before charging the e-levy and the one for bank to wallet to for you to be sure since you're saying that for such a heavily regulated environment it will be difficult for somebody to do such a thing you ask your members to send you the notice they sent to the customers informing them or letting them about this and then we'll see something thank you for talking to us on short notice john Ewa is the chief executive of the uh, bankers association so much to do so i'm just saying we have two there are like four equations here the first one is the telcos which Kenasigbe, to the extent that he could spoke about second one is the banks which john Ewa spoke about there's the bog angle which we haven't been able to crack yet it's an nia yes and the the the, the bog has a head of fintech now so i'm sure within the bog there should be some specialized person should be able to talk about this yes then there's also the national identification authority group who i think have been very clear about the usage and utility of the Ghana card. So the for which there should be no confusion. Mm, it's the number. So we will put somebody from there. Or if we don't get, we'll probably get someone from <laughs> GRE. Because by the way, GRE will do this in conjunction with the NIA. So I'm going to put somebody on the line. Mm. But trust me, the number of people and the caliber of people who are telling me that they are being charged, this cannot be a mistake. This cannot be a one-off. This is very widespread. It seems systematic. Yes, it's and not see, it's not an error. You see, when you collect little money, little money, little money here and there, imagine if a million people or so yeah, are unlawfully charged these things. Who is keeping the money? Yeah. Who is accounting for the funds that yeah. are being collected? Let's talk to Opokwe Freya Sante, who's the lead integration officer, GRA Elevit Committee. Wonderful person to have. Uh, Mr. Free Asante, good morning. Hi, Bernard, good morning. We're so grateful for your time. Uh, a number of people have complained that when they transfer money from their own bank account to their own mobile money wallet, they are charged both a fee by the bank and also e-levy by the same bank. So somebody sent a thousand CDs from his bank account to his wallet his bank charged him nine CDs fee and then 10 CDs e-levy. I'm assuming the 10 CD is the 1% e-levy. Question, does the e-levy apply when I transfer money from my own bank account into my own Momo wallet? Right. Thank you very much, Bernard. Um, so just to quickly um, walk you through how uh, the system works, even before we ascertain whether or not there's a charge when you make a transfer from your uh, bank to your mobile money wallet. Now, we know that the base identity to determine who a person is is now the Ghana card. Um, so when you go to the bank, you are required or it's an obligation for you to present your Ghana card uh, for us to be able to identify you. Similarly, for the ELMAS, that's the ELV management uh, platform, that we've set up, which is connected to all the banks, uh, the payment service providers, and then the EMIs. Uh, before you make a transfer, we need to know who you are. So number one, the question is, have you updated your information, that is your Ghana card details with the bank? Now, if you have, there's a second component to it, which I think is now causing these challenges that we are experiencing. Now, when you present your details or you update your, your details at the bank, 
or the EMI or whichever financial institutions you are uh, assigned to, that financial institution is also mandated to upload that information to GRE. And by GRE, I mean the e-levy platform. So even if you walk to the bank, you present your Ghana card at the bank, you have fulfilled your obligation. Now, the, um, the bank has a responsibility to also send that information to GRE e-levy platform. If the bank fails to update your details to the e-levy platform, when you make a transfer, uh, regardless of whether it is the account you are spending from belongs to you, to another account that belongs to you, because the bank has also failed to uh, furnish GRE with your details, that's your Ghana card information or your TIN information, the platform wouldn't recognize that it is you, uh, Bernard, uh, sending this X amount, say, 1,000 CDs from your bank account to your mobile money wallet. So if, if you are unable to uh, if you're unable to find out who you are, uh, regardless of the amounts you are being uh, you, are, you are transferring, there will be an assessment. There will be a charge on that uh, transfer. That so so let me get this straight. You're saying that the bank has to update the e-levy platform with Benaravles NIA details. Otherwise, the platform will not recognize that it's the same person who's transferring money from his bank account to his mumu. Is that what you're saying? Exactly, exactly. This this is so because, you know, um, we we have to account for the daily threshold of 100 Ghana CDs. We also have to account for the 20,000 daily threshold across the ecosystem. So if you are making a transfer to someone, uh, say Bernard is transferring to, say, Opoku, uh, and then Bernard is transferring 40,000 from his bank at GCB to Opoku uh, at Ecobank, we need to account whether Bernard has not already exhausted uh, a previous transfer. So, for example, if Ben has transferred 10000 from another account at Cal Bank and then proceeds to now transfer 20000 uh, to Opoku, it means we have to cater for the initial transfer at Cal Bank. Now, the e-levy platform consolidates all your transactions to determine whether you haven't exhausted your daily threshold. And to do that, we need the Ghana card as the baseline. So each bank, each charging entity has an obligation to push your information, that is your Ghana card information, to the e-levy platform. Although the customer may have already done that at the bank, the bank also now has the responsibility to do that on behalf of the customer. Okay. That's fair for now, but let me get this straight. My Momo with MTN... The money in there technically sits with the bank. So if I do a Momo transaction, how does the platform know that uh, I have done the transaction for which reason the e-levy must be charged? Because it could be that my Momo wallet sits with Car Bank, but my bank could be Zenit Bank. So just walk me through how the the platform is able to know that it's the same person. Is it just the bank, uh, Zenit Bank in this case, that needs to send you my information or does the MTN bank, in the in the case of which my wallet is, also need to send some information for the platform to know that it's the same person? Just clarify that. Okay, good. Um, so, yes, uh, MTN, as in uh, Mobile Money Limited, which is uh, an EMI, uh, also shares that information. They manage your, your wallet. 
So they, they share that information or they upload that information to the platform. Uh, then the bank would also, on their uh, leg, do things. Um, so when uh, uh, mobile money does push your information to the e-levy platform, then the net bank also pushes your information to the platform. Uh, then we are able to know that for this transfer that you are making, regardless of the amount, whether it's a million CDs, so so long as both charging entities have done the needful by sharing that information to the platform, yeah. regardless of the amount you are sending, there wouldn't be Good. any charge. So that, 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 that information you referred to, I want to assume it is my Ghana card number. Yes. Good. So, so let's take it one by one. I have thousand CDs in my Momo wallet. And I have a Ghana card number with MTN. I have 2,000 in my bank account. And I want to send that 2,000 to my Momo. Now the bank has my, my, the same Ghana card number for me. As does the Momo company. So if I'm sending 2,000 from my bank to my Momo wallet. There should be no problem because... Whether the name is Bernard K. Avle or Bernard Avle, since it's the same Ghana card number that this person has, your system should be able to know it's the same person and therefore there should be no charge, right? Exactly. So just to clarify, um, the name is not of any use. The unique identifier is the Ghana card pen, right? Uh, because for your for your name, I mean, someone else can have your, 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 your details. So that the... the, the the information that we we look out for is the Ghana card pin, which is unique. So so long as the Ghana card pin is same at Zenit uh, and your mobile money operator wallet, then regardless of the amount you send, there wouldn't be any charge. Yeah. So if you say the problem could be because the bank hasn't updated the platform, I find it problematic because for every transaction, it must be accompanied by a specific identity. And identity in this case is the Ghana card number. So Zenit Bank cannot transact anything without a Ghana card number. And I'm saying that the same, the, the Benadavale has only one Ghana card number. So it is impossible for Zenit Bank to say that they are transferring money to a certain wallet, but they don't know that it's the same person. Because the basic identity on your platform is a Ghana card. And from NIA, it is impossible for two people to have the same Ghana card or for one person to have two Ghana card numbers. So if all these premises are correct, I don't see how somebody can say, Bernard has transferred money from his Zenit bank into his Momo wallet, but we thought it was a different person. Because the basic unit you need to know who is transferring the money is his Ghana card number. And there's Good. only one Ghana Good. card number for Bernard Avle in the whole world. So Good. there should be no uh, confusion there. Good. Let me clarify this assumption that you made, right? Uh, so let's, 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 let's look at the, the process. Now, if you say that there's no way your transfer would go through without uh, Zenit knowing your identity. Um, I mean, that, that's, that's a bit of an assumption, okay? So what we've noticed is that for some of the charging entities, that's the banks and then the EMIs and, and the rest, uh, they, they haven't actually updated your... You may have worked to the bank and then updated your information at the bank, but as to whether or not that has been done in the system and updated on the e-levy platform, mind you, the only way a bank can know whether uh, it's the same person transferring is through the e-levy platform. Bank A cannot know that the recipient of the money being transferred to Bank B is the same person. Okay, That information is not available to the bank. So that information is available on the e-levy platform. 
because that's where the consolidation happens. And that's where the assessment uh, so, happens. So maybe you are the guy who is supposed to bring everything together. Because if Bank A is transferring money from my bank account, they know who I am because they have my Ghana card number. If they are sending it to another person, you are saying they may not know who they are sending it to find. But on your platform, you must know that it's the same person because that person has the same Ghana card number. Do you uh, get me? Good. So, so your, 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 your platform becomes the place where you can call it the clearinghouse. Your platform is the only place where you can match the sender and the recipient because both of them have one Ghana card number. So if, that, if there's a, an error that they claim that is going to a different person, even if the bank hasn't updated, you should know because there's no way you will receive any money or send any money or get record of any money without knowing the person who it is being sent to or from. And in the only fact, way to know that, is, that person is the Ghana card number. In fact, that is how it, it works. Okay, you, You've actually articulated how uh, the, the e-levy platform works. So it checks the identity of the sender against the identity of the recipient. And if it's the same person, the exemption is granted regardless of the amount being sent. But the case that is happening now that we are seeing is the case that the bank bank A making the transfer does not include the identity, which is the Ghana card. So if, if, if you make a transfer right now and then that transfer doesn't come along with your Ghana card information, then there is no way we would know who is the sender. For which reason, the person receiving that money, we then have to then... Uh, that, it doesn't work that but, way. But, 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 so, sorry to cut you. You have created a system to essentially make sure that government revenue is assured. How are you able to receive money or record of a transaction from one bank without knowing who the money is being sent to? In, in essence, you're saying that if the bank has been updated their record, then it means that government could be losing money, right? Is it an option for the bank to say, for Richie Sky, I will send his Ghana card number. For Bernard Avila, I will not send. And GRA will sit down and say, well, the bank has an updated record, so I'll just be there. Then you are, you are, that means you, you, are, you, are, you are allowing the banks to pick and choose how to comply, which I don't think is supposed to be the case. Do you okay. understand me? So so if, just, if, just, if, just to clarify, just to, just to walk you through how that works, right? So that is where compliance and enforcement comes in. Now, if, if there's a transfer from a customer that bank A is initiating, uh, and then there wasn't an identity attached or appended to that transaction, and it's being passed to the platform. That's where, regardless of the amount, whether it's below the 100 CDs or below the 20, there will be a charge. This is to enable, um, um, there's a, a compliance regime, right? So that we, we are telling the banks that it is very essential for all customers to have their Ghana card details appended to each transaction that is being initiated. Number two, we've written so many, uh, the Commissioner General has written directives to every charging entity uh, that they ought to update the e-levy platform with the Ghana card information, auditing information of every customer, failure of which there would be sanctions. So when you look at the sanction regime, GRA has embarked on a lot of sanctions uh, with respect to e-levy. Now, we have to look at it from the bank perspective. What is it that is happening that banks are unable to append uh, identities 
to transactions. That is where we should be looking at. Uh, in terms of us uh, enforcing on compliance, we the GRE has yeah. done it. But, 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 but seriously speaking, I mean, look, we are talking about AML, right? Anti-money laundering. We are talking about knowing your customer. You're telling me that a bank can decide that they will do a transaction and despite all the government laws about Ghana card being the only form of identification, in fact, we're even told that your, your, Ghana card, your, your Ghana card number is your TIN number. So in fact, when I'm filling my form, there are certain times that when I use my Ghana card number, my TIN number appears. You're telling me that a bank can decide that they will not put that information out. In this 2024 anti-money laundering, what if I'm doing drugs? What if I'm sending money to terrorists? How are you going to know? So if you're telling me that the banks can comply, and if they don't comply, you enforce by sanctioning them, that completely undermines all the big English we've been speaking about, anti-money laundering, all these things they say, Basel 25, whatever they talk, Basel 4, Basel 5. Honestly, there's a big gap in the system. I'm not trying to blame you as a person, but I'm just saying that the whole thing sounds confusing and very unclear. The person at the center of all this is the BOG and the GRA. If you really want to make sure that you are collecting tax on the people you know, you cannot sit down and let banks choose and pick whether they will send my Ghana card number with a transaction or not. Because that's a major threat to the whole system. Do, do you get my let's, point? Let's, 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 get, let's get this understanding. I think you mentioned AML, which is very key in this whole value chain, right? Uh, what What is being discussed here is that there are two angles, okay? So even, even though for purposes of tax, or, or purposes of taxing the levy or assessing the levy, uh, at the time of the transaction, that information may not have been shared or uploaded to the common platform or the e-levy platform. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean that we do not know who sent that transfer. Okay, so the bank has records of its customers. They know who each and every person. They know all their customers. But what what I'm saying is that when it comes to assessing the levy for purposes of assessing the levy. That transfer needs to be routed through the e-levy platform. So two things. The bank knows who their customers is. So when it comes to AML issues, I don't I don't think there's an, a problem there. But when it comes to assessing the e-levy, that information needs to be routed through the e-levy platform. And that's where the conversation yeah. is being held. But, but you are you are only concerned about collecting your e-levy. So you don't care whether the bank by failing to supply my 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 Ghana card number, I am being charged for a tax I'm not supposed to pay. Because if I am transferring money from my bank to my own Momo wallet, and I am the same person who has registered with the same Ghana card, you will collect my money because the bank hasn't done what it's supposed to do. So why am I paying 1% for a work that a bank has not done? When you find the bank, do you transfer the money back to me? Right. So that, that is where we come back to what we call the refund processes. So we have what we call reverse. I think uh, Mr. Ewa uh, talked about the automated reversals, right? So there are two uh, scenarios that we've created to help customers. We have reversals. Reversals happen in a day. So if we uh, are able, or if the bank is able to detect that, okay, this customer is sending money from their bank to their mobile money wallet, but for some reason they were charged, immediately the bank is able to reverse and then to credit that customer's account. Now, if a day passes, that is one day passes, uh, that money would have then been transferred to the consolidated bank, in this case, let's say GRE. Okay. Now, if the customer would 
need to get their uh, funds back, it has to go through the bank where the transaction happened, and then the bank will now communicate with GRA that, okay, we we wrongfully charged this customer uh, the e-levy, for which reason we are applying for a refund on behalf of the customer. And then GRA would look at the transaction to ascertain whether or not the refund is warranted. And then if it is, GRA then refunds that uh, uh, transfer, that, that e-levy uh, amount to the customer. So by way of policy recommendation, what's the best way this can work? Because a lot of people calling this morning are saying they are being charged e-levy on um, transactions within their own ecosystem, from my own bank account to my own wallet. We've noticed this problem. You've spoken about the reversal process, which is after the fact. Based on everything we discussed today, will there be any recommendations as to how we should proceed going forward? Because by the way, we all want government to get money. And for me, if you if you keep charging money that I don't deserve to pay, people can opt out of the system. We know the e-levy first round didn't do well because people didn't understand or like it. So this problem we are discussing can also affect people's options. They can go back to a cash-based society, which we all don't really want. So the GRA must be concerned if people are being wrongly charged and paid back after the fact. I hope you get my point. So what mm, what yeah. is what is your recommendation as to how the telcos, the banks, the GRA, and the Bank of Ghana ought to work to to, to solve this problem? Yeah, so I, I think there's a standing committee um, that has been discussing um, the way forward with how um, the administration of the whole uh, electronic transfer levy uh, program, right, uh, from the BOG Ministry of Finance, uh, GRA, and then the charging entities as well. Uh, number one, we need to establish a baseline and we all need to agree that in order for um, customers not to be charged, uh, there needs to be some level of compliance from the charging entities. So what this means is that the more a charging entity is non-compliant, uh, that has impact on their customers. So once, so for example, once the charging entity fulfills the obligation and then makes available the information that is necessary or that is required to implement e-levy, there wouldn't be any charges on their customers. So that, that, is, that is foundational. So the whole policy has to be looked at from another perspective, which is compliance. The more a charging entity is compliant, the more uh, their customers will, will enjoy the exemptions and then not have reason to complain. That is what we, we I think that's how the conversation should be approached. I, I thank you for your time, particularly on short notice, Opokwe Free Asante, Lead Integration Officer Jerry. Hopefully you can talk again when your committee meets and comes up with more recommendations. Opoku is the lead integration officer of GRA Elevi Technical Committee. So Godfrey, you know the funny thing? I started by talking to Ken. Oh, they don't understand what Ken is saying. He's not speaking the truth. I called John Ewa. Say, oh, John Ewa. even these guys are still saying no. You see, initially, Ken said, we, you know, they the EMIs. They don't know anything about any charge. It's the banks. The banks will say, be, oh, we, you know, we are not collecting. With the Ghana they, they, they are basically saying, for them, not all the banks may have all the information really? and push the information out. All right? Then, tax people. Tax people are saying, well, the banks may not be updating mm-hmm. on the Ghana card details of the person sending so it's possible the person to himself but the system treats as a different person mm. 
I really want to know what the BOG thinks about all of this. They are the only person who hasn't spoken yet, right? Mm. Take some comments from and, me. And in all this, they should be very concerned. Yes. You know, about... It's money. Uh, yeah, because, you know, we don't play with money. We don't play with money. You see, it's quite obvious there's a gap somewhere. It's terrible. And it needs to be shut quick. So that customers and their monies... But do you, do you really believe this explanation that... Because almost everybody who's telling me <laughs> no, that ask they if are I believe. charged. Sky, these are people you know who work in... Some of them work in banks. And they are telling you that I have the same Ghana card that I've used for my Momo as my bank. So how can the banking system say they don't know you are the same person? It is, it is not I, possible. I don't, I don't understand. It is and they are saying possible. because the bank has not updated. I mean, I mean, so you see them, you're watching them that they have not updated. How? When they collect the information, it is possible in this day and age to know that they have collected the information. I know why, because sometimes some of the banks, when you even go to deposit money, they take your Ghana card. Yes. So how can a bank put information about my transaction to the Ghana, to the e-levy platform mm -hmm. without adding my Ghana card number? It doesn't make sense. Do you get it? It doesn't make sense. And, and, and Bernard, I, I mean, you know, a good friend of mine asked a, a very important yeah. question about if you do not know the ID of the person to whom the transfer is being made, why didn't you terminate the transaction? Exactly. You understand? Because you exactly. have to know exactly. who is sending what exactly. from where to exactly. who. And if you cannot match that, oh, this money is coming from God. And you've, said, and you've told us that you are not using name. Yes. Yeah. You are saying that when it comes to this thing, it's Ghana card number. And, and NIA is saying that there is no way Bernard will have two Ghana card numbers. It's not possible. So how? So somebody may not be telling us the full story. Amaral, Madam, go do go do go do. Maybe And you say better than read them. Angry is hello. These small, small, small monies that the people are collecting. When it aggregates. When it aggregates, it's a lot of money. You can buy a house at Trasaco Valley. Trasaco Valley service more. You can buy a whole city. Because look, we were told recently that what. So many trillions of Ghana cities yeah. were, were, were moved around through mobile money. Yeah, 1.9 trillion. Exactly. Imagine that just 10% of that. Oh, even what, oh, half percent of. Attracted all these illegitimate, unlawful, illegal fees. And someone is keeping that money, redrawing it small, small. Imagine what they can do with it. <laughs> so redrawing it small, small. Yeah, that, that's what it is. <laughs> because as we speak, nobody is accounting for it. We are complaining that the money is being unlawfully collected. Everybody is packing the bag. Oh, this one, it is these people no, who are doing thing, that. The thing is, everybody, everybody's collecting. So, Momo agents are collecting their own. No, it's a jungle. Oh. Yeah, banks are collecting their own. Think about Sky. Oh. GRA is so somewhere in the middle, See, starting it and saying, okay. Sky has 2,000 cities. Yes. He goes to his Momo agent that he enjoyed, that he wants to give the Momo agent 2K. Yeah, the to agent says, his own account. The Momo agent says he should charge 20 cities. Otherwise, he won't do it. So, he says, let me go to GCB and put the money there. He puts the money at GCB. And says, okay, now let me transfer the money from GCB to my Momo wallet. He's being charged one percent again. Ten CDs. So do you know what they are saying? Keep your two thousand under your pillow. That's what they are saying to you. They are saying that if you are wise, don't give it to the Momo agent. Don't send it to the bank. Keep it in your house and go and pay it to the Yokegari seller. That's what they are saying. I'm telling the GRA that if they don't solve this problem, they will not raise the revenue they want. So let's not see it as oh, we are collecting money. No. People who opt out, the number of people who are telling you that they are being charged illegally is a lot. So if the government really wants this cash light system, because I will always say to you, the best way to bring people in is to first make it free and costless. If all transactions in Ghana were electronic, do you know how much money government will make? So much money. Mm -hmm. There's so much money in marketplaces that government cannot trace because 
it's informal. Mm-hmm. The digital economy is your surest route to formality. If you can approach it with this lax attitude and say, oh, the banks have not updated, the telcos are not sure, if, the, if somebody's collecting, go and report. Really? He should go and report to who? That he has his 2000. Why should he report? He'll keep it in his house. Now, brown envelopes will increase. Yes. You see, so that's why I'm, I'm going back to the vice president. You see, this, these are the cracks. We are in a hurry to sell a good story. Mm-hmm. If you want digital economy to actually work, you must reduce the cost of people engaging the system and using the system. Exactly. Where you then base it on volumes, mm-hmm. there is a missing link that has to be cracked. Mm-hmm. And we expect some clear policy direction from that office. Let me give you messages. Sure. Guys, I worked at the bank for eight years before I, I resigned. Due to the moment interoperability, the volume of transactions using internet banking, ATM usage have reduced, affecting the revenue stream from those services. The banks must find a way to offset the cost of deploying ATMs and setting up online banking systems. The banks are paying so much in terms of taxes and operational costs, which also went up as a result of buying the card and fingerprint verification machines. Someone must pay. Mm. We must understand that every policy action by the government will affect us at the end as end users. And that is just that. Um, a couple of people also not very happy. Someone says, Greetings, Bernard, mm-hmm. Richard, and Godfrey. Mm. I have also not registered for Momo ah. ever. Ghana is of, it's a gangster mafia crime scene. A lot of comments. No honesty in public service. The private sector is following suit. More comments. Bernard, what is upsetting about this policy is the logic of it. So, because you can't reach out. We can't reach a lot of people who don't pay tax. We, the salaried workers who pay the tax, now have to pay tax on every transaction we do with the same amount we pay tax on. Can you imagine? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, a few comments on this as well. Uh, 0549986996. Bernard, very soon, E-Level will be charged on ATMs. What is the bank guy talking about? Until recently, there was no charge. So where from the new charge? I have linked my Ghana card at both Ecobank and MTN, yet I'm being charged when I move funds from my bank to my mobile wallet. So now they want to punish us by asking us to make corrections at the bank or the telco after we've queued someone to register our SIMs. What is wrong with us as a country? The John and Ken guys have been defensive. Very, very unfortunate. Comments coming in from Gomla Galevo. Mm-hmm. Uh, another uh, one coming in. Okay, Nathan. Nathan. Yeah, this one says the banks are riding on e-levy to cash in 1% charges. Okay, to cash in. 1% charges have been going on for a long time. Example, if I transfer 20,000, I pay 200 to the bank and pay 190 on e and 190 in e-levy. From my analysis, it's very costly to to transfer from banks to bank that to transfer from bank to Momo. Mm. Says I use Godfrey as a case on this. Banks are cashing in more than government. Uh, when it comes to bank to Momo. Mm. Um, but at the reversal, he talks about about nine times out of ten doesn't happen. I've been chasing refunds for run, wrongful e-levy charges since the beginning of last year on Vodafone. As a result, I have stopped using the Vodafone cash and I rely on my bank app. This one says, everything make basa, but we still no lose hope. George from NKCT. Hmm. There's something going on that they aren't telling us. Yeah. Even transfers between MTN to Vodafone, MTN to Tigo, etc., belonging to the same person are being charged either tax or, f- or fee. This started in December. 
so if I go back to the telcos and prove that I'm the same person, mm-hmm. will the taxes or fees be reversed? Mm. I've had so many tax deductions from December between telcos that I thought it was actually a new tax I may have missed. Mm. This one says, these illegal e-levy deductions on transactions are deliberate. Mm. The whole thing is like a scam in a nice form. Mm. Imagine being charged automatically and illegally and then they turn around to tell you to come to their office if you are affected. Look at that. Slide from Oyarifa. Mm. This one says, I don't think what Richie Sky said is the Momo guy's own policy and is not from the government or the telcos. There's one more here. Bernard, the system should have mandatory field i.e. Ghana card, without which the transaction should not go through. Very simple. The GR is, only, is either lazy or they are thieves. This is the comment that's coming in. And Bernard, we put out a poll uh, on, on social media. Yes, Let's I'm announce the result when we come back. We'll take a short break. This is the City Breakfast. It's a quarter to ten. We're spending the whole day on this matter of wrongful deductions, taxes, and charges. Send us your views. 0549986996. Stay with us. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. Things know they be. Charlie, life know they go. Me, I need Momo. Me, I need Momo. Fi Charlie, mommy, Momo. Fi Charlie, mommy, cash. Life know they go. Power of Instagram. Charlie, I need cash. It's city. Charlie, mommy, Momo. Things know they be. Life know they go. It be top, I know they see. Cause me, I don't know. When Fi Charlie, mommy, Momo. Hammy, Momo. Mommy, Momo. Give me Momo. Give me make I just give up. Cause life makes slow. And Charlie give me formula. The boys stay blow. But for now, my Mami Momo, Mami Momo, Mami Momo, give me Momo. Ah, I wake up in the morning, challenge nothing in my pocket. No food work for your boy, how I go fi move rocket? It no be easy for the GH, challenge you for Safa and the MP getting V8. I take my paycheck and it be taxes and quam. Politicians like Ole, our tactics in one. The speeches and the long talk, challenge they be too much. But we know they see things and they know they do much. It be one this, one that, one plan or another. One presser and I interview, we know they help a brother. Go the market, see the price. Them they rise on very supervised. They go bring tears to your very eyes. Boys know they seat up. Charlie with the tire. When I ice make red, cause the system be fire. Make the boys give me more Make the boys sort me out. Make the boys come through. Cause the game brought me things know they be. Life know they go. It be top, I know they see. Cause me, I know no. When see Charlie, mommy momo. Mami momo. Mami momo. Mami momo. Nathan. Mami momo, mommy. Hey! Start the new year with easy and secure movement with SG Ghana. Get reliable motor insurance and receive free fuel for your car. Buy or renew your sound drive insurance with SG Ghana from now until 31st of March and get free fuel of up to 500 CDs for your trips. It's time to hit the road with reliable insurance and free fuel. Visit any SD Ghana branch today and get the cover you need for your car plus free fuel to take you places. Soundrive plan is underwritten by Alliance Insurance. Terms and conditions apply to City General. The future is you. And if you're looking for a one-stop solution for all your needs, look no further than the Breeze app. The Breeze app has the most affordable right in town and you can also pay your ECG smart meter prepaid bills on the app. The app also offers you instant car insurance and gas cylinder refill in minutes. We've got you covered, but that's not all. 
You can even shop for items from any shop or market near or far and Breeze will deliver them to you instantly. Breeze can ship it right to you here in Ghana. Say goodbye to stress and say hello to convenience with the Breeze app. Download the Breeze app on the App Store, the Google Play Store and experience the ease of having everything you need in just one app. Now, Standard Water is the trusted brand you should be friends with if you are trying to solve your water problems. So, if you want sachet water, bottled water, dispenser-mounted jar water, or customized water for your parties or special occasions, Standard Water is your number one choice. Call them on 0202-055-703 or 0547-334-385. And this ad is FDA approved. Now, if you're, a new, if you're a business owner, insurance is credibly important. When you have a business, you are not only responsible for your livelihood and goods, you are also responsible for uh, your clients, uh, customers, and all of that. So, SIC Insurance PLC has an array of insurance policies for your business. It covers property, workmen's compensation, key persons, motor, public liability, business interruption, and so much more. Talk to SIC Insurance today on 0800 100 055 or 0302 823100 and you'll be glad you did. SIC Insurance, our promises are sacred. The speeches and the long but we know they see things and they know they do much it be one this one that one plan or another one presser in an interview we know they help a brother go the market see the price then they rise on very supervised they go bring a few more insightful comments on this topic nathan and co this one says bernard the agents do not want to transact more than a thousand cities this is explanation for which is sky's problem sky so come and listen to this now this is the reason telcos pay four cities on a thousand city withdrawal remember Withdrawals above a thousand CD attracts just one percent fee. That's ten Ghana CDs. Four Ghana CDs goes to the agent. So if a client withdraws ten thousand CDs, the agent gets only four CD commission. Now agents, of course, they travel to banks for cash. They operate shops, rent, electricity, etc. To manage these costs, it won't be business wise to allow transactions above a thousand CDs for mere four CD commission. To mitigate this, they advise that clients pay more for such withdrawals, or they ask you to withdraw in thousands. This is from Enoch. Remember, the agent makes more commission from small, small withdrawals. Please tell the banker that we citizens do not capture these details ourselves. We only provide ID and the telcos and the bank's capture. How does that mismatch affect us? Or how is that mismatch our fault? That's what you're trying to say. The only ID acceptable is the Ghana card for both telcos and banks. How is their data inconsistency? Please check this. This is the exact question I was asking. Um, here's another one. Bernard, I have a business merchant registered with business certification and bank account. Also holds same business certification with my Ghana card on it both. Now my merchant, not agent, Momo linked to my bank. Now I move cash to bank or from bank and they charge me. Now the worst is sometimes the transactions will not be successful but the charge will be taken. It takes a week for you to get a refund. Alright, so there was a poll that we put out and we asked people to tell us the so here's a question we asked on twitter are you charged a fee when you make a transfer from your bank account to your mobile account join the discussion with the hashtag ctcvs well guess what 88 percent of the respondents said yes we are charged a fee when we make a transfer from our bank account to our mobile only 12 percent said no so sky the eyes have it and this is a very, very big one. So almost nine out of 10 people who we polled say they are charged for sending money from their bank account to their own mobile wallet. So if they are claiming the bank have not updated this, their record, the platform of GRA with the um, um, 
Ghana card details, then it means that they are not doing it for anybody. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, if, if this number is to be believed, it is it is serious, serious indictment on the system. See, I just stepped out briefly and mm-hmm. every single guy out there was telling me that what we are discussing is something they've been dealing with, but they don't know who to tell. <laughs> and these are people who are with the greatest respect, lower down the ladder. And they make small, small money here and there mm. to take care of themselves and their family. Mm. A- along the street, you go there, you see them. Mm. And this is a matter that they are discussing. Mm-hmm. Now, the question you ask yourself is, do our policymakers just make policy and mm-hmm. throw it out there without mm-hmm. actually policing the policy to ensure that it is effective, mm-hmm. it is achieving what it is supposed to achieve, people it should not touch, it is not touching them, things people are not to collect, they are not collecting them. Mm. Because the whole idea of bringing about this mobile money thing is to help us get to a certain destination. Mm. We want to reduce the circulation of fiscal cash in the system. Mm. So that through that, we can improve on many other things. You can track government revenue because you know which money is going where, why somebody is being paid, why he's not being paid. You can reduce corruption and you can deal with all kinds of things in the system. You know, terrorism and all these problems that come with money in circulation. But it seems that people have created a convenient mm-hmm. loophole in the mm-hmm. system, mm-hmm. which they themselves know mm-hmm. how they're exploiting it. Yes. Because you cannot be unlawfully collecting money. You are not accounting for it. Uh-huh. If you were accounting for it, we will see it somewhere. Yeah, that's true. Look at the percentage of people. 88% of people we have polled mm-hmm. say they have been unlawfully charged. These The these. poll was put up about an hour ago, mm-hmm. and we have 706 votes. Yeah, so far. Seven and six votes, of which 88% say Exactly. Yes. So it is a widespread something. Mm. This is something that our parliamentarians must equally be interested in. Yeah. Because the people you represent are telling you that they are being unlawfully charged things that you yourself as MPs have not imposed. Mm. So questions must be asked. The finance committee should be interested in this matter. And I would expect that the MPs who care about all of us We'll be raising this matter when the House resumes sometime mm-hmm. later this month on the 6th or so. They should be raising this matter. Mm-hmm. The Bank of Ghana board should be hauled before, you know, the committee to answer questions on this matter. Mm-hmm. The telcos must face questions. Yeah. The banks must come and face questions on this particular matter. Between it the, cannot be right. Between the GRA, the Bank of Ghana, the mobile financial service providers, EMIs, the 20 money people, and the banks, mm-hmm. those four have to be invited. Yes. You are right. I think the Joint Committee on Communication and Finance Finance. must be brought together to probe this because this affects constituents everywhere. You know, and I think that the banks are not being fair to us. They should even have announced it before they Mm -hmm. started applying it. And and you know, Bernard, we must be able to ascertain Mm -hmm. how much in unlawful charges or fees they have collected since the start of this thing. And all the people who were affected the people responsible for collecting these money, they must refund them. Mm. There must be sanctions applied because we cannot allow these kinds of things to go on. In other jurisdictions, you can't go and collect somebody's money, small, small like that, and you you go unpunished too. You face the consequences for it. Mm. We should not tolerate that in Ghana. Because for all you know, somebody is sitting, all he does is to sit at home. And then the time will come, they will come and give him share or her share. Mm-hmm. Then you enjoy it because there's some loose money somewhere coming in from somewhere, small, small. They aggregate it and somebody is enjoying. Mm-hmm. Let's not allow this.
now I brought Richie with me. We're about to get paid, baby. Put your hands in the air, yeah. yeah. Put your hands in the air like that. Champagne popping off, babe. You got a man dropping off. Let me buy you a drink. Tea pain's rubbing off. Sweet, I don't buy the bar. I buy the club. I'm by the bar. Take shots like Tupac. Who's that? Everything looks kind of far. I ain't tipsy. She's game on. She wanna kiss me till I got her name wrong. Where's Richie to put the blame on? DJ better pull up every same song. Okay, everybody to the dance floor. Give them what they ask for. No. If you ain't getting down, 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 then will you wait a dog? I'm sorry, I came here on my own. But baby girl, I'm worried. I can't find my way home. I feel intoxicated. Feeling intoxicated. Pulling all over the place. I'm feeling intoxicated. Feeling intoxicated. I don't even know what I'm feeling. One two step, I one two step. One two step, I one two step. One two step, I one two step. Sound like makes my speech slowing down. Sweet, I don't buy the bar, I buy the club, I'm by the bar. I take shots like 50, but they miss me. Lost, I can't find my car. I'm drunk now, I wanna go home. She wanna come back just so we can oh oh. And I'm driving up and down my own road. She's looking at me like you don't know your own home. Okay, let me see your drinks in the air. Everybody everywhere like no way. If you ain't getting drunk, you're drunk. Then sit down over there now. That's what we have time for for today's edition of the City Breakfast Show. 